and welcome back to Scav Talk, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the 556 buff that BSG recently implemented this week, where they went ahead and decreased the recoil on a bunch of NATO 556 guns. And next, there has been an interesting new secret Twitch category added to Twitch for, for streaming various games. Potentially something around Arena? We will see. Um, but anyway, that's potentially interesting. Who knows? Then we'll be talking about the player stats, because there was a, a little poll done, which is always interesting to just kind of measure where people are in the wipe and making yourself not feel quite so bad if you haven't progressed super, super far yet um, in this wipe so far. And then lastly, we're going to be celebrating our YouTube partner on the Scav Talk YouTube channel. Yay! It's <laughs> really cool. So, it is cool. Um, yeah, dude, oh. I guess we roll straight, straight into the buffs, man. When did this buff happen? Was it like a Monday, Tuesday? Yeah, I think it might have been Monday, because I think I had a quick look and it was the 18th. Okay. It, was only, it was a couple of days after... Uh, last app, and so we've had a little bit of time, a little bit of time to you know digest mm -hmm. what has happened <laughs> and uh, whether it's made that much difference. And obviously, like I did, I did something on it as well, and then I've been using it a bit more because you don't, you don't really know until until you uh, until you actually try it and use it in raid. Um, yeah, it's that funny thing of EFT where it's like, oh, you know, we've had some like changes to these recalls. Right. It's going to fix everything, and then you try to play a raid. The first one, you don't even get to fire a shot. Someone shoots you in the head. The second one, you catch someone off guard, so you'd have killed them regardless of what the recall was. And you're just like, is this really an adequate test? I don't know. It's one of those things where it kind of just like... It's so good now. <laughs> yeah, it's like it solidifies in your mind where it's right. like the weapon doesn't really matter that much, mm -hmm. guys. Like, it's fine. But anyway, I've um, been testing a bunch. Apparently, apparently in the BSG, you hate the MDR. Apparently, it's the only 5.56 weapon that didn't get a buff. Yeah, I guess they were scared to buff it, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was speculating, thinking they were looking at the stats going, oh, well, this one's already got 85 base recoil. Right, so, right. Um, so, oh, this one surely doesn't need a buff. I'm just like, but there's no stock. The stock isn't there. Oh, no, right. the whole bullpup problem, the usual. The usual right. I feel like I talk about the bullpup problem like every other video. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, hybrid 46, folks. <laughs> so, every time, every single time. I think it's partly also because, because of the way they work, I end up using yeah, those I'm... weapons quite a bit. So. Right. Yeah. Oh, wait, what do you mean the way they like, work? Well, because they already have good recoil, you don't need to do okay, anything. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're like really good in the mid game because the recoil starts off good. Um, yes. I end up using like a combination of like the MDR and the RFB, and they're both kind of in that category. And it's like, well, you can just put whatever you like on, it doesn't matter. Just focus on ergo. Like, it's, it's okay. You can put, you know, some, like, not that many guns can accept a hybrid 46 and be all right with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Very few. <laughs> That's kind of the one reason I like the AK um, 545, 539 AKs early wipe because like the ran the sorry the 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 like base level suppressors like if you want to suppress it you can use the hexagon you can use the PS dash one PBS dash one PSB dash four whatever but then you could also put the the hybrid on which like is pretty decent like you know you get. You don't get like the best recoil reduction. I think you lose out by like one vertical recoil or something compared to some of the other options. But you're trading that for like seven ergo difference. You know, it's like kind of nice to have like a higher ergo AK. Um, so yeah, the, 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 yeah. it's nice to have that use for that suppressor. Cause like in theory, it's kind of a cool suppressor. Like it can go on any caliber. 
But when you have like all the pickings to choose from, you know, usually you just pick the better one or the most value one. So it's hard. Yeah, exactly. It's a tricky one because, you know, 556 kind of like needs that recall reduction. And so you can't use the hybrid because it just, you can't put yes. it on there. Whereas on the AKs, all the suppressors are awful. So yeah. it doesn't really matter because you don't have that double combo, except for the waffle. Like the, except the waffle for the waffle. Is the only one that gives you that like double double. Right. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, which is which is pretty good, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's been a it's been an interesting one. I think the G thirty six is now that's probably the one the most focused because <laughs> yeah. we are still trying to figure out where that's going to fit into the meta. Um, it's a bit of a weird thing. I've it's still used, so bad. It's still it's the ergo. I, think, I now, used really. it. Yeah, that's what I think too. Mm. And it's very restrictive with modding too. So mm-hmm. until you get to PCB three, you can't even like see the stuff because you need it's like. Each barrel goes with the with the specific handguard, so it's like it's kind of kind of funky, right? It's like and long hand long barrel goes with the six vent, medium yes. barrel goes with the four vent, Ugh. short barrel goes with the two vent. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you can't then, really buy those parts, right? Like I don't. I keep it three. Yeah, and no one sells them. Like I can't. Yeah. Like I I saw one listing for a particular event. I think it was the the four slot event. But it was, they were asking like 70k. So it's like, that's never going to happen, you know? Um, yeah, and that's the annoying thing, because until you get there, you actually can't right. then even try the builds out, which was the thing that irritated me, because I was still stuck behind flash drives, and I was just like, I just want to see the builds. I, I want to see yeah. what they're like. But I think maybe they are... My, my suspicion is that they're missing out of the weapon like parts of loot pool or something, and people Perhaps. are only getting them in generic bags or something. Or scav you, know, you can cave. get everything. Yeah, or scav case or right. something where you can get any loot. Something along those lines. So it ends up being super rare, even though they're just like they're not that great. But yeah. yeah, it's funny. It's really weird. And then you've got the you've got the long one, which you can only put on the bipods. The bipod right. does nothing, but then it increases the re- it improves the recoil, and makes the ergo better. So but then it looks like super unwieldy, and the whole thing's just just freaky. But I don't know. It's I think it's all the G thirty six is kind of okay as a budget gun. I think. <laughs> But it's on the basis that everyone thinks that it's awful and that it's cheap on the flea, right? Like, I think I'm going to go and look now because I was looking the other day and you could buy new ones down. at 100%. Yeah, because I think people have just given up on it. You could buy new ones at 100% the other day for like 39K. Let me see. It's probably more expensive than that. Dude. Okay, it's like 50K now. 50K at the moment. But I, I've seen them under 40 in like yeah. a few hours. I was like, oh God, this gun's like, no one is buying it. This is terrible. It's almost like mechanic level. Just sell it straight to him. Um that was yeah exactly because that that's that's as low as it can possibly go within reason right like sure some person out there is going to sell on the flea market and lose money if he just sold the mechanic maybe they want to raise their fleet rep and they'll make that trade whatever but um yeah i don't know what it is actually i don't know what the mechanic price is for it but it's got to be around there i think it's like 38,000. i think like the stock standard full length Mm -hmm. 36 but I bought one mm-hmm. last night because I was looking at um, builds again um, to sort of check out the changes. And yeah, it's just big sad, man. I don't, I don't, I came up with a build for, because here's the problem for me is like, because the stock standard six vent, the full length G36E or whatever, you can't put on a laser device yeah which is no rails or anything on the side yeah yeah or like, can you put it on the top i think you can put a laser on the top rail at the front you, but you have to put all those funky to. ones yeah i guess you could do that 
And then I'm not it a big the site if you've got know, the site there. And big like, fan of that. I really I like my right side. You did mm-hmm. do it. Me too. Me too. But yeah, no, I, oh. I did. I did exactly that because I had the top rail, and then I had the nightfall scope, but then I had to get the the worse optic like the rings because they were higher so then i could fit something on the front and mm-hmm. i could still see the top of it like flat in the tac 30 and i was like this just kind of feels nasty i don't know yeah and then it's like now you're using a suboptimal setup because that's the other part i don't like either is the freaking top rail like the rail sits so high because it's got to get over the the charging handle because the charging handle is like where the top hair the, the top rail normally would be on any other regular mm-hmm. gun it's like this weird it looks pretty cool because yeah. it like bends and then comes backwards like a latch but um anyways it's i i like i said i came up with a build i did i did see this is a bit of a side tangent but i did see the mini monster suppressor the one mm-hmm. you use for gunsmith i think or you can use for gunsmith for yeah um it has like one of the lowest ergo reductions for a suppressor. There's a new barter for it for the VSH tape, that new yeah. item. And you can get it for about, assuming VSH tapes don't go up in price, it was like 33,000 rubles. Because um, I've always been a fan of the Mini Monster. It's just kind of a very niche suppressor. But anyway, so like I, I did a build with that on like the long J36 with the 3X crappy site because <laughs> i just figured yeah. you know let's just let's just try to like a little bit of meme a little bit of like efficiency on on pricing you know try to make this thing work um i'm gonna test it out eventually but then i was like i'm pretty sure i could build an m4 that does this but better for like the same yeah. amount of rubles and it was a little bit more rubles but it had like way more ergo and I don't know. So then I and I was like, well, what about the MDR? And then like MDR, yeah, you can. It's it doesn't like this is this is the other weird part is even though the vertical recoil is like worse on the G thirty six for the MDR to me it feels better, and I think that's because of the convergence stat. It it yeah. comes back to center faster, but um. The G36 has less horizontal stray, so like it's like it's almost like they both have like crappy features to them, you know. And it's like you gotta like choose. I don't know. It's 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 tough, but for me, bottom line, I think the G36 just like you just can't make it work in any reasonable fashion because even if you do buy. I feel like you'd be if you wanted to do like a um, a four vent mod or like a two vent yeah. mod, you know, like a sh- one of the shorter barrels. You have to buy them from Peacekeeper, which he has a fixed price, so it's going to be more expensive, and you're not really getting anything that good. Like it doesn't, you're losing out on recoil. You're gaining a little bit of ergo. Yeah, you get like a laser here and there. I just like I don't know, man. It just seems like it's just kind of a not worth but um anyways i ran enough about that (laughs) i know i know what you mean i mean for me it's just an ergo question like there's nothing there's really nothing you could do i've tried a few different builds as well there's like Mm -hmm. there's very little that you can do and actually have all right ergonomics that's yeah if you're suppressed that's that's the deal right and five or six just doesn't really work on suppressed because of the the combos as we said before so 
mean, yeah, you could go for like the PWS or something, and then the Ergo's like okay, but um, I mean, what's the best? You need like the Bulletech or something. That's like the the Bulletech one is the best one. Yeah, on its own because you can't go, you can't do jailbreak or anything on this thing. Right. So, so you just have to go Bulletech, and that gets you to like you can get to what? Uh, let's see. We do this one. This is like a, the middling build, and this was the Cobra. It's like fifty Ergo and sixty-one Vertical Recoil, which I guess is probably okay. It's okay. I guess it's kind of okay. Ah, but that's the thing um, is like, you could just get an MDR yeah. and way more Ergo for like the same price. Like it's just like I don't. I mean, yeah, it doesn't shoot as fast. To me, it like kind of handles better. Um, yeah, so the MDR handles way better, man. but I think I I do think that's the thing. There's it does fire quite quickly, and you can make if, if you were, if you wanted an M4. I feel like the M4 is now <laughs> still way better at the top end. I think there's like yeah. I think there's a place for everything. So it's like the the MDR has got really high ergo. Mm-hmm. It has good handling, kind of out of the box, but you can't ever make it like insane. Right, that's fine. The Scar L has got really good handling, and it's got great horizontal recoil. But then the ergo kind of suffers. Okay, yep. fine. You can go for the AK-101 or the 102. I think they're actually pretty... They're actually very, very similar, honestly, because they don't really suffer for ergo anyway, and you normally run them on suppress. Um, you can run them suppress, but you, you, don't, you don't absolutely have to, because you can kind of choose between the 545 world, or the AK world, and the 506 world. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool, because you get like a really, really wide, mm-hmm. wide sort of thing. That's got like average handling, but you can make the 101 recoil really good and relatively cheaply. And then you've got the G36, which is like, okay, well, it's, it's cheap, but fires like an M4 because it's 750 RPM. So you've got like really good CQB, um, but then the, the Ergo problem does make it kind of suck. So maybe you just like run that unsuppressed and run it in CQB instead of like an M4 that you're going to make on a budget. And then the M4 you run at like, you know, 28 recoil and make like a really expensive one that's super fast, super fast firing, but the recoil's actually kind of decent. And then the HK you just put in the bin because it's still rubbish. That's kind of my like short rundown. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. So I think there is a place. I think there is a place for the G36, but I think it's very niche. I think it's you want you need to you need to want to have to take the time to kill advantage over getting shots on target. Now that means that you're you're either like tap firing it at range or you're full auto full, full autoing someone at like two feet. Those are kind of your two ranges. And there, there I think it's actually probably okay-ish. Yeah, um, See, but but it's not a general use gun. This is the conundrum for me because if you take the G36 and you go for the long version, you can't put a laser on it. So I feel like I'm losing out on the close quarter combat advantage, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, as I said, you can put it on the top, but then it makes it kind of. I guess a bit it's true, yeah. You can, put it, you can put it on the top, it's, it's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been, I've been playing around with it. I think I do think the buffs to five six A one makes these weapons kind of nice. It's like a compounding effect of mm. like they're still not gonna they're still not gonna compete late game. Everyone's still gonna use BP. Everyone's still gonna use M eighty and M six two and then M six one. There's no real question about that. But it does help a little bit in the mid game because I don't know. Were we talking? I don't think did we talk about this last time? I'm not sure. But the fact that the frag chance is so high on fifty six yeah. and the base damage is so high. Yeah, it, it can, even if you just if you just spray somebody down, you can really kill them quite quickly. Um, I had a a, sim, a situation where I think I was using M4 and it was on interchange. And it was kind of early on, and I just kept peppering this dude from a decent distance and ended up killing him with like a leg shot or something. Eventually, just 
flesh damage the guy to death because mm. the thing does, you know, 50, was it, what's the 50, Is it 59? Or... Is it 50? I don't think it was that high. I think it's like 54 or something. 57? God, let me look. It is, it is 54. It's 54. Okay. But um, because it's got a 33% chance to frag, right. it ends up being kind of kind of nasty, right? Because it's coming out of, you know, out of a 5.56 weapon. And, yeah. Uh, 30, yeah. Uh, yeah, 33% of the time, it ends up doing 81 damage instead. So it's like getting hit with an M80, like every third shot, which is, I mean, it's, it's big. It's, it's big. It makes yeah. a big difference to the averages, you know? Makes a big difference to the averages, especially if you're just like spraying at somebody. So I just unlocked. Um, I just did Colt Part One last night, mm. so I just got Six A One. So I haven't used a lot of Six A One. I'm assuming you have. Sort of. I mean, I, I was I was late on Peacekeeper, as I said, so it did take me a while to get there. But I've been using it a lot recently, mm-hmm. um, and with with lots of different guns. <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess to circle back to the beginning, with your experience, how do you feel these? Because we've seen a lot of busts of five five six over this like two three weeks of the wipe. I guess pushing four weeks now. Um, yeah, what do you think? Is it good? Mm. Question mark. It's so difficult to say. I mm. I think it probably is good. I think it probably is good. In this particular period, I think there's a there's an uh, there's an overlap time where you want to be using five or at least me I want to be using five six a one rather than using like five or five pp. I feel like I've like upgraded from five or five pp because I've gone I've kind of gone through this you know level one trash guns. To, I've used five or five pp for like ages seventy four u and seventy four n. They've just basically taken me from level fifteen through to you know, level 25, pretty much. And from that point, I've then gone, okay, finally got Peacekeeper unlocked. Now I think 56A1 does, it does beat PP quite, quite convincingly, I I think. Um, although you can, you can mod the guns quite well. Um, the, the one, it's funny because of all the buffs, with all the buffs, the gun that I do the best with is normally the MDR and that's the one that didn't take any buffs because it's still good. It's already good. It's already such a right. good gun. But the ammo um, got buffed, so... But the ammo got buffed, and I think that makes a difference. Yeah, I just did the, the quick, like, piece of maths. It's, like, it's just shy. The average, if you just spray someone randomly, mm-hmm. just hit, like, random limbs, and not including, like, black damage or multiplication or anything like that, like, the average damage of 5.681 is actually 62.9 as, an, as a pure average, rather than, because of the frag chance, hmm. which is pretty high. Yeah. Even 54 is pretty high for, like, a regular round. You know, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I mean, seven six two BP deals fifty eight. So the damage is pretty gnarly, and people are running class four. So yeah, it's it's, it's good. What's the pin on now? It again? I think uh, is uh, thirty seven. Okay, so it's like it's bang on the fifty percent right pen chance for the class four. I feel that the the choice now is the, well, the interesting choice now is whether you go five six A one take the extra damage and. Your your efficiency against class four starts to reduce over distance, or whether you then tick up to BT, which now has forty pen, but it has quite a bit lower damage. So five six eight one, if it penetrates, almost always kills people in two shots to the thorax. But BT will always pen class four, basically, but it only does forty two damage. It's quite a lot lower. I mean, historically, I usually 
skip out on M4s until like the very high 30 levels, you know, once you can start really modding these things down. Um, and I've just, I've, n I've never really liked 5.6a1 that much, but that was a long time ago. A lot of stuff's changed since then. So yeah. I may, I mean, may want to give yeah, it a try. I've, I've gone down that route a few wipes. Um, I then don't go down that route when I get stuck. You know, it usually takes me a while. But I've still, I've started using it now, and it's been, yeah, it's it's been it's been okay. It's been pretty good because most people are still running class four. Um, most people, except yeah. for this one like mad fight that I had with this guy, and he was just like, it was a random random stash by bus station on customs, and he was like shooting at me with this pistol. We both like bumped into each other around the stash, and he. He just starts like shooting his pistol. I like fully unload with my, again, my you know, 545 PP'd AK74U because <laughs> um, they just keep coming back in insurance. So I keep feel, feeling compelled to run them on kind of budgety <laughs> questing runs. Just run them over and over again. They're like ultimate boomerang. But anyway, so I, like unload into this guy, reload, unload into him again. I'm just like, what is going on? This guy's like just going, just continuing shooting at me with like the M9. I'm like, what is happening? This is insane. I like run away to heal or run back in. Just like spray into this bush randomly and finally kill him, go over to him. He's like found a slick in his stash. I was like, okay, that explains. That's what I'm saying. He's got to be like a <laughs> duck like, or a slick or something. Yeah, he's just like absorbed, you know, all my PP bullets into his slick. Just Funny. like, your hatred just empowers me kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was, it was very, very weird. <laughs> It was very weird. But yeah, so look, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it makes a massive, massive difference. Some people are saying like, the M4's fixed now. It's, it's so great. <laughs> um, because the, the best in slot recoil build has gone from 28 to 26. And I'm like, look, guys. Right. It's very minuscule. That's not going to make right. much difference. Like on a percentage basis, like, sure, you know, it's 26 over 28. Like, what, what, what is that on like a percentage basis? It's like 7% better or something. But I just don't know if that really makes a difference on full auto. Like I haven't been able to compare them, but my gut instinct is that it just doesn't matter that much because it's more about, so. you know, the, the return to center time and that kind of thing for full auto and less right. about the individual recoil because individual recoil points apparently get diminished when you're in full auto, as I did with my testing. Because remember when I tried to model the recoil profile mm -hmm. and I just tried it in a basic way saying like, what happens if you just... Because there was a theory going around that each round... So there was, let me try to think about how a succinct way to put this without going like round the houses too much, going like three steps back. So there was a, there was a theory that it actually works, right? Where you shoot one round and then you hold the, the button down because the return to center of round one is in the down, it counteracts the up from the subsequent set of bullets that you send out and you don't get the initial jump, right? So yes. I've seen this just a few times and, yeah. it, and it does actually work. And so the suggestion from that was that like, okay, well maybe every round has its like, you know, little profile of it takes the gun up and it takes the gun back down again, right? So mm -hmm. maybe it has each round as its own thing and all, you need, all you're doing is overlapping them. Well, I tried doing that um, in like a little sort of spreadsheety thing. But the problem there is you don't get, you get the up, but then it just stays there. You never get the down again. You never get the auto like, re auto control compensation feature. And so... The only conclusion you can really come to there is that at some point, the actual individual recoil between shots goes down. Otherwise, you wouldn't get this flatten off mm -hmm, of the pattern. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, so that's a really long way of saying that I don't think going from 28 to 26 matters because it's probably more like going from 13 to 14 or, or something. Because like when you're yeah. in the full auto spray pattern, the actual recoil number matters. Right. That's more about you know, these, other, these other parameters and about RPM and, and stuff like that. 
So I don't think it matters too much, but um, I mean, I it is. in fairness, mm-hmm. just one last thing I'll say on my monologue, in fairness, I started using M905, like fully modded M4s in the, in the events la- at the end of last wipe, and it actually felt all right, you know? Like if you build the fully modded thing, with, and it's super expensive, right? it's not really worth yeah. building because it's so expensive. But if you do and you build it to 28 recoil or whatever, it feels good. It honestly feels pretty yeah. good. So if you, you know, just maybe. spend 300,000 rubles, it feels all right. You know, it's not exactly. that bad. <laughs> Yeah, and then you can use the ammo that can't one tap, you know, a radio in the head or whatever. So like this is this is where it whole, the whole thing kind of uh, unravels. Uh, so yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like the only thing I would say is there is a bit of a nice thing if you're doing a lot of like sniping with <laughs> with that ammo, that gun. You know, having the lower recoil makes it nice for single tapping consecutive shots because it returns like the vertical recoil isn't as high yeah don't lose sight picture as much but i definitely that's interesting because that's how the pistols work what you're saying earlier how it it goes up and then it's returning down if you shoot while it's returning down sort of like counteracts they like the two forces negate each other in a way um which is like exactly how the pistols work like if you from the video airwing we did um on pistol recoil, oh, the pistols one, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, it's like if you shoot at if you shoot at a certain rate of fire, a certain rhythm, um, cadence, you get more shots on target versus like just spamming it out. Where sometimes they go low, it's weird. It's weird. But anyways, um, yeah, it is funny because like the the pistols have like such high numbers. They've got huge numbers right. for recoil, but then they have huge numbers for like return to center time too. And you end up with this thing where it's almost like it comes up and then it overcompensates and comes back. And if you end up firing as fast as you physically can, it looks like you're shooting straight, but you're actually shooting down on every shot. And it's like really weird. It is very weird. Very weird. Yeah. So very, very weird. I did want to ask you, have you used the RD? This isn't related to, it is kind of related to 556, but have you used the RD 704 at all? I haven't. I've only seen videos on it. Okay. So I did get to use it yesterday. Okay. Um, and I'm just wondering, I mean, it's expensive, but I'm just wondering if like, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to see what kind of budget build you could do. Cause the thing I saw, I can't remember from who, but someone, maybe it was Jesse. He did a video about it and he was like, you know, if you re if you refresh on the flea market, sometimes you'll find a brand new one under what skier selling it for, for like a hundred uh, thousand rubles. Because um, I think he sells it. Is it Skier 3? No, it's Mechanic it like 3. I'm, I'm just looking now. Apparently Mechanic sells it for 115k. Yeah. I'm just I'm literally looking at it at the moment. So, And I believe that's Mechanic 3, unless they've changed it, but I could be wrong. But nonetheless... I think so, because I didn't have it before. But there, there's somebody just put one up for like 105. There you go. 100%. And it's gone now, but yeah. Yeah, it's, they. I saw one last night and they were gone quick. But anyways, it's it's kind of interesting because the gun already... Like, you, it's kind of like an MDR. You don't have to do a lot to it. Like, it, out of the box, it comes with a really good pistol grip. I think it's, like, plus 12 Virgo. The, you can't change the handguard. That's all, like, baked into it, basically. Um, you just need a, a grip, a muzzle device. I mean, you maybe you could use the standard. I don't think the standard one's that great. And I'm not sure. I'm, think, I'm thinking you could do the Thunder Beast um, barter. You can get the 
the the suppressor yeah. from skier which is a boss hat and two caps which i think is like around 40k 30k depending on what prices are at it's kind of a you gotta like really like get the components while they're cheap but I think you could do something like that. Get a decent suppressor on there. Because this is the thing. The gun has really high ergo. And yeah, true. you take the stock. You just take everything out. You buy a VPO 209 stock and rubber butt pad. And you get better. I think you get. Like it's better than the Mo in my opinion. Like you can do a Mo combo and it's not. This the the rubber oh. butt pad combo has better recoil. Like you don't get as high ergo, but you get way better. Like recoil is all this you is, really care about. This is really interesting because normally you don't get to choose between the AK yes. stocks and the M4 stocks. Oh well, I'm I'm saying that you do, but no one ever does it because you can only do it on the AKs because the AK stocks to compensate for the fact that the AKs have terrible recoil at the beginning, the stocks are like way better to make up for it. Mm -hmm. Um. And so normally on the M4s or whatever, like you don't get the opportunity to add an AK stock. And so it's never normally a, a, a thing. So yeah, so if you do, I'm just like looking at one now. So you can put on the Thunder Beast, the AFG M-Lock, and the butt pad with a stock. I, haven't, I honestly haven't really looked at this yet. And the Bastion. And that gets you 51 ergo and 57 vertical recoil. Like I haven't added an optic, but I mean, I've got the crappy AK-55 mag on, which is like minus four ergo, and it's still at 51, which is kind of, kind of nuts. I mean, and you can put the Zhukov on there. If you're Plus ten, ten more ergo, my god! If you're mechanic three, you could probably just do the meta three hundred eight suppressor. Actually, you get that CAC uh, muzzle and the CAC suppressor from Peacekeeper. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure you could do the meta one and, and be good. It is good. expensive, that though. Is it? I mean, that combo is just so. It's yeah, it's always just pricey. You can get it early, as as you're saying. You can get okay. it quite early, but it's just really it's expensive. Just pricey, gotcha. Yeah, that's the issue. It's like five hundred eighty six dollars from Peacekeeper for the. Suppressors is like 60k. I guess it's not that much. It's not like yeah. terrible. But... but like at that point, you might as well do the Zukov, right? Yeah. And just go, you might as well just go full meta at that point. And so, it's 61 ergo and 48 vertical recoil. Zukov which is. And PRS QDC and an AFG M log, which is really pretty good. Pretty good. I actually <laughs> handles. Yeah. Because it's interesting because normally on the, like the Mutant, for example, you can't put any fixed stocks on it. And the RD-704, you, you can put a fixed stock on it, but it comes stock standard with a buffer tube adapter. So most people kind of like don't really think about that side of it. Um, and anyways, yeah, I've been sense. using the rubber butt pad combo. It feels pretty good. It does got a little bit of a kick, but... It's pretty good, and I just like I just can't help but wonder, you know, five six a one versus this. I don't know. The gun is expensive. I'm I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure, but because PS is still pretty PS? good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's still pretty good, man. Like freaking thirty five ten. Yeah, it's not that's bad. Crazy. It's not bad, but that's that's the funny thing, isn't it? It's like, and that's that. I think that's almost a better point as to showcase just how close the 556 platform is getting right so you have to buy a really expensive gun to get that good level of recoil right it's like you can buy mm -hmm. an mdr and you can fit it out for the price the base price of the rd so 760 ps is 57 damage and 35 pen now and then 556 
M856A1, it's 54, it's like three less damage and two more pen. Like it's five, like 56A1 is a good round. A yeah, good for round, four bucks Especially too. when it fires out of like, yeah, when it fires out of an MDR. Or Scar L. Yeah. I'll have to give it a try. Like I said, I, historically I've just kind of like, I don't know if I got burnt out on it or burned <laughs> on it. Like, you know, you shoot some Maybe. guy a bunch of times, he doesn't die or the RNG was in your favor or he ricocheted or whatever, you know, but I have to give it a go. Cause I, I, yeah. I have a G36 built. I have a MDR built in my stash cause I was testing it last night. So I guess I'll have to put those to use. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think people are better off sticking with MDR AK 101, a L in my opinion. I think that's yeah, really where the value so. is at. Basically you want the 650 RPM guns. You want the ones that have the good vehicle control. MDR, if you want to go in like a bit closer and you want something to like sweep corners and do dorms and you know, it's good in CQB as well. And the high ergo really works with that. Very even and sniping too, man. But that high ergo. Is good. I did a little bit of sniping with it and it was, it was good. I mean, they were all quite good for that. And then the Scar L is just like really good for medium range engagements just because it's a yeah. proper laser beam. And the, and the horizontal recoil is really low, so it's just like stays on target like crazy. But the ergo is not amazing, so you probably right. want to use that on a map like Lighthouse. I think is better because you're kind of fighting around rocks, and you're probably at twenty meters. Like you're never you're never like face to face with somebody on Lighthouse, mm. you know, or like woods. Like as a routine gun on woods, I actually think it's probably pretty good. Like you get a little yeah, bit more time. Other people are running Baltis, maybe some semi-auto guns. You get a little bit, a little bit of time to bring up an ADS, but you can full auto people with this guy like no problem. Um, and then, and then the AK101, if you want to go. Well, you want a bit more flexibility um, and have really high bullet velocity because that thing's just, it's nippy, mm -hmm. nippy, very fast rounds. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's decent. I'm still kind of flitting back and forth between AK-74 for like cheap stuff, which is like cheap runs, and then those guns for better, you know, something slightly better if I want to go and do real quests, like in inverted commas. I've still got... Um, <laughs> What's a real quest? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like I, normally I keep having to use the uh, the SVD, unfortunately. But um, oh, okay. yeah, just things like you know, killing players in dorms or um, office kills. I did actually a lot of that with the seventy four U. But uh, you know, just anything that involves like killing players or going to like dangerous places. That I'll, I tend to use like five six, and then anything that's go and mark a you know, stupid thing in customs or whatever. That's like seventy four U territory because it's just the boomerang <laughs> guns. They just keep coming back. So out of those two categories, which one's the real quest and which one's not? <laughs> it's the real quest of the killing players quest. The, kill okay. the killing players quest. The, the silly quest. Just like, you know, sprint down into sawmill and grab a document <laughs> from under a bed while everyone shoots at you from you know, yeah. 300 meters around you. Those are the silly quests. Those get the 74U treatment. I see, I see. Good stuff. Cool. Um, so yeah, I think that probably covers... That probably covers the 556. I'm going to keep testing it, keep checking it out, see if it makes any difference. Um, I keep getting forced to use different guns. Like I said, I'm, I'm like... That's the annoying part too, right? Punisher 6. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to have to use the SVD and, you know, that kind of thing. So we'll see. We'll see. It's uh, going to be, probably become one of my more, like, staples, I guess, when I do more of the shoreline quests. I've not really been into resort yet, so those ones I'll probably just MDR it up. Because mm. I do like I do like doing that. So we'll see. So yeah, using the gun that didn't get the buffs, as as I said before, is unfortunate. <laughs> Maybe I'll use the 101 or something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Next up, a new Twitch category appeared, or at least people have noticed it now. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a, a little bit of a little bit of stuff about this a few places. I saw some posts today 
but I wasn't sure. I think I'd seen it somewhere else as well. I hadn't really paid attention, but anyway, there was a new Twitch category for game on the platform where you can select Escape from Tarkov Arena, which is kind of cool. So, I mean, we know Arena's coming anyway because we've been told. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it's not really it's not really big news or anything, but it's interesting that they've already got Twitch to kind of support that. Um, it shows that they're at least putting in some of the the work, the legwork in the back end, which I think is kind of cool. And they're thinking about it more as well. I guess, who knows, maybe there's Reach saying that they're thinking about it as more of like eSporty or whatever, but we know that they are and it's important to have have it on Twitch. And I'm, I'm sure the BSG are very aware of the fact that you know a lot of the growth of, of uh, Tarkov is, is down to Twitch anyway and the streamers and, and all the popularity with the drops and everything else. So I'm, I'm, sh- I'm certain they'll do something similar to that. When yeah, that makes launches, sense. They must do. They must do. But I think it's cool. I think it's cool that you know there's things things are happening. Stuff's moving behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's interesting. Haven't heard anything about it though, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, the way you said that was just too funny. <laughs> the setup to that. Oh my god. I'm I'm really looking forward to it because man. I really, I was having a talk with Shudderville yesterday as we were playing some duos, and, you know, I was like, we were talking about, like, you know, Marauders has got their beta out or whatever, and, you know, there's Cycle Frontiers, all these, like, other games out, but, you know, I just keep coming back to Tarkov, but I keep, you know, griping about Tarkov, and it's, you know, this is really sick cycle, and I think for me, it's, like, the combat systems is, like, one big part of it. Like, yeah, they're not, like, perfect, you know, but what game is, right, you know? But there's a lot of depth to it, um, like just everything from like you can control your movement speed, which even though it isn't used that often, it's still kind of cool. Um, you can control your crouch stance, you know how high you want to like slowly like crouch up. It's always fun, like just like slowly like peeking up <laughs> behind like a box, and your little head pops up, and then you can just slowly peek down. <laughs> it's just I don't know, I feel so immersed. Um, the leaning, every you know, all all that stuff. And you got like the meds, the bleeding, the health system, like how you receive damage, the armor, fragmentation, the bullets, the, you know, all that stuff. There's like so much depth there, man. And it's like these other games, like, you know, like we were talking about Marauders. It's just like it, he was saying, Shudderville, that just feels very like, yeah, this is definitely an alpha. Like the gameplay just feels very alpha y. Like I can't remember. Did you play Marauders? I didn't, but you told me about it. I hadn't even looked at the game, so you okay. explained it to me on Scav Talk when it That's was right. kind of open. That's right. Um, which I think they got some cool, some cool ideas, but definitely the movement felt like you know, Call of Duty Four back in two thousand whatever four or whatever. I don't remember when that came out, game came out. So it's it's tough. Um, so I kind of lost my train of thought there, but oh, that's that's what I was gonna say. I'm really like excited for Arena because it kind of just like cuts out all the crap, you know. Like I'm getting so tired Extra of steps. yeah, I'm getting so tired of like. I mean, part of me likes doing the stash stuff, but also like I would just love to be able to do the stash stuff while I'm loading into a raid because it takes so long to load an array sometimes. Like it t- can take up to five minutes, and what happens is, you know, I have to go travel. 10 minutes to a location to go plant something like I had to go plant markers at resort and um, I also had to do colleagues part one so I had it I got the spawn for the cottages because you got to go to the, the bodies investigate the bodies yeah and you have to do all three in a single raid and survive 
And I've been stuck on this quest because every time I get like one or two, you know, there's like shots or action going on the last place I need to go. But I got these other quest items on me, like vitamins part one. So I'm just like, fuck, man, I can't do this quest yet, you know? So I'm finally doing it. I go get the body at cottages. I go to resorts. I run in. I, I go to the basement. I wait. Then I hear what sounds like a GL going off. I'm like, great. I don't know what's going on. I, I'm getting like sussy vibes because there might be like a cheater in the lobby. I don't know. I'm just like kind of paranoid. Um, so I wait there for like another 10 minutes. It quiets down. I hear scabs moving. I do my stuff, get the bodies, plant the thing because I had to plant it, do a, a different quest, rig game, plant the thing at the ambulance, whatever. Go to pier, do all that, yada, 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 you know. 40 minutes down the drain, <laughs> I get the quest done. But like other times, it's like you spawn in because we're doing reserve, and it's literally like you spawn in, you're instantly getting shot at or shooting at someone, you know. So I waited five minutes to die to like rekit back up. Like it's just frustrating, right? So like if Arena can like just cut out all that fluff, like it's fine. I want to load in and instantly start shooting at someone because that's the game. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like that's the experience, right? I'm looking for. And there's no, like, stash management. It's just, like, if the queue times are great, that'd be awesome, whatever. But if it cuts out the fluff, I can still get, like, those core mechanics that kind of, like, keeps me in Tarkov. I mean, there's other things, like, the modding, the the hideout stuff, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> definitely not the AI, but anyways. <laughs> yeah. We have added the rogue bosses to Arena. <laughs> God, do kill me. So that's I'm I'm pretty pretty excited now to try it because I haven't really been playing a lot of Tarkov this week and it's mainly just because I'm just so tired of doing the quests, man. I thought I would like I know we had Jesse on a while ago and you know he kind of was saying that and now I kind of feel like I agree because it's just like I really like the early game wipe because it's really intense and you got the quest items and you have to survive you know it's like the stakes are on the line and some you know that first like 15 levels if you find like a really good armor or suppressor you know you feel like a god but then after that level once you hit the flea market things really rapidly accelerate and i don't know it just kind of falls apart for me it's like damn i'm back Back where I was last swipe almost. But anyways, I've really rambled long enough. I'm looking forward to <laughs> Arena, man. I really hope that that pulls through this year. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be good if if they can get it so that it coincides with I think Nice Guy said this in one of his videos actually. He was like talking about the pipe dream, and I don't think it's necessarily gonna come off the way that he says, but if they can if they can get it to kind of be a thing or be testing or right. have something about it where mm -hmm. people can be showcasing it or, or something in that kind of like final three months of this wipe you know it doesn't need to happen right now but in in two months time quite a few more people will be bored i think and mm -hmm. if it happens then then that would actually be awesome because that would really help just kind of like lift the community back up which i feel like last wipe you know we talked endlessly about it but i do think that there was a bit of uh you know lack of kind of community well, maybe it wasn't even their fault maybe they couldn't do anything about it but the community suffered that's why with the various shenanigans um for various reasons and like the delays what exactly and, 
I just like the light keep event and then, you know, oh, and then nothing okay. happening and then it being delayed and then like radio silence, and then the law just dried up and then it wasn't really for right. anything. And it's kind of like, I think they burnt a lot of people out by that. And so the wipes kind of reset that because it always does. But if this time around they can go, right, let's not do that. Let's instead we'll have something really hype. We've got the arena that's coming and that can reinvigorate people's interest in the game or whatever. That could actually really help out, I think, just with the community feel. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And that would be... That would be good. I think that would be a, a smart move rather than, you know, I can imagine like it getting pushed and the oh, eyes taking too long and they're doing the test yeah. and then it like gets released at the beginning of the next wipe. And it's like, why have you done this? You know, I can, I can imagine that happening. So they need to kind of off cycle it with the regular Tarkov because it's, it's going to bring people back into the main game. Um, so please be smart about it, please. <laughs> I mean, this swipe was so light and content. It feels like, like, yeah, there's been like some new discoveries and, and whatnot um but just as like an overall thing it was so light and obviously part of that is because the light keeper didn't make it in this patch um so the question kind of stands in my mind you know it's like well it didn't make it in this swipe so maybe we'll see like a very sizable update to stuff in the next cycle you know <laughs> copium so i'm kind of hoping that's the case yeah, I mean, my opinion on the Lightkeeper himself is if they just, like, lock off the lighthouse... If they add, like, a load of extra stuff, like, you have to go to somewhere and get this thing or piece these things together from, like, something from each of the different maps, and then that's the key, and then you go to him, and then it gives you something, and then that... It's like, a you know, a big sort of trail of stuff that happens rather than just, like I said, a one-time quest. Then that would be kind of cool, but my gut instinct is it's going to be like, here's the Lightkeeper, here's the key... It's really expensive. It'll be bartered for a Dorm's Mark key on the flea. You get it, you go to him, and you could buy something fun, and then that'll be it. And that's my that's my uh, gut instinct. And maybe it'll work work later with streets and stuff, but I think like on its own as a standalone thing, I just can't really see it being that exciting as an update. I think it'll be exciting for about three days, then people will figure out all the stuff about it, and then that'll be it. Like they, it would have to have like all sorts of weird interconnectivity. Yeah, like, it'd be I kind of you. cool. You actually spoke. You spoke a while back about the the maps, and you said, "Oh, I'm not going to spoil it for you, or whatever," because there's that that craft in the Intel Center, which oh, I ended yeah. up discovering and then forgetting to tell you about, because um, I hadn't Forgot got there yet. That as well. like, if you if you take every map and then you mm -hmm. can craft them together into the topographical maps, and I was like, "That's kind of neat," you know? Yeah, you know, it's almost it's almost kind of uh, replicating like fantasy games from from the fast part you have to get the the emerald from reserve and the the topaz from customs or whatever and then you link them all together <laughs> into the gem of power and then it lets you into the lighthouse you know obviously not that but yeah you know you have to get like you, you have to like take a usb flash drive into raid go to a computer get the data you know and then you need all six pieces and there's like certain locations on each map or something and then that lets you into the like that would be freaking cool and that would give you player driven quests to go it's not an actual quest but you want to go and do the stuff and then it drives people to those locations then people right. have pvp there and like da 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 but they're not going to do that right so we'll... <laughs> and do this sorry go ahead no it's just like that that would be how it'd be awesome but i just don't think and until we get streets and stuff i don't think that kind of interconnectivity is coming yeah i yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so sad. Because I want to be like... It could happen, but I just don't think it will. But um, we were... I mean, if we're surprised on the upside, then great. But right, I think after, right. after, last, well, after the last patch, I'm really like... You know, I'm completely fine. And I'm not like angry or anything. But it's just mm -hmm. like, I'm just super chill with expectations right now. Yeah. I'm just in the proper like lowest kind of like happens when it happens. 
arena like the test doesn't come it gets pushed ends up being like may next year streets is like 2025 yeah, whatever you know it's fine i'm like really i'm super chill about it right now i'm just like not, i'm not expecting anything i'm kind of just playing talk of like as it is and having really no expectations for the future about like when the content's coming what it might be what it might look like like whatever i'm just trying to enjoy the game for what it is at the moment i'm, I'm very much in a, a zen like state with it right now <laughs> you set your expectations to low it won't hurt when they get broken because they're indeed. already low. <laughs> no. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. I mean, just to, just to your point about like this mm -hmm. wipe, I mean, I think maybe this one is a bit different for me because I'm actually progressing at a much faster rate than I have done in the past, which is. Let's say, what level kind of are you? 32. Okay. So I think I'm so, 28. I just hit 28 last night. Okay. So it's, um, so it's been kind of fun in that regard for me because yeah. it's kind of like the fastest that I've really ever progressed. Um, because I've been able to obviously be doing it like yeah mm -hmm. at least four days, and uh, the screen the sort of updated stream schedule is like kind of going kinda going well as well. I got to twenty eight and then finally unlocked the RSS, by the way, and did like all the gunsmith tasks of, except for the very last one because you need to be level thirty five. I went from twenty eight to thirty just like instantaneously after doing gunsmith like was it is it six the RSS all the way up to I think fourteen. It was like you know nearly two hundred thousand XP or something crazy to do all of them in one go. It was kind of nuts. Um, do you um, do you know what kind of barters that is? Um, okay, I got it here now. So you need eight bear, eight usec, over fifteen yeah. or under fifteen? Over fifteen. Okay. The bears Sorry. was touch and go. I got a lot <laughs> yeah. of usec tags. I forgot about this, and I didn't save my dog tags for it. So uh, um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to wait till wet job or something. Anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, it's um. I think it's I think it's okay. So I'm I'm kind of enjoying it. Um, getting to Fragment Three is kind of fun. I wanted to do that before I did the armor thing because then I can actually like look at the stuff properly. Like I can look at the the information anyway without. But um, and for people who are who are listening to this on you know on Monday or, or later once it actually releases on the various platforms or whatever, I probably will already have actually put out that that armor guide. But um, yeah, like not that many people are at this level really. You know. It's, there's a bunch of people who are like level 50 plus, right? Who are streaming, you know, 12 hours a day. But that's mm. not what I'm doing. And it's still, it's still way, way quicker for me, yeah. which, yeah, it is, it is nuts. It is nuts. I mean, props to them, right? Like props to the real grinders. Yeah. But uh, no, it's just amazing yeah. that like in two weeks, they can get Kappa and like essentially beat the game. It's just like, damn, yeah. dude, that's crazy. It is crazy. And that's the thing, though. It's like you see people saying, I think like Desmond posted his today being like Kappa Gamer, whatever. And mm -hmm. I look at like their stats and stuff and it's like, Obviously, I'm doing YouTube like for most of my time, right? Um, and then doing like various streams, and I got like family stuff as well, and right. that kind of thing, which kind of prevents me from from playing, which is which is fine. And I'm progressing at a level at like a rate that I'm I'm happy with and I'm enjoying. Um, but you still like this is the fastest progression that I've had. And then I look at like their stat screen, and I'm just like, dang, dude, you've done like five or six times the number of raids that I've had. And this is like this is like me going pretty hard, you know? It's like it's it's nutty, it's nutty. But I guess that's the difference if you're like. Twitch streamer first and foremost, you're just on all day. So exactly. It's, you're like um, constantly making content basically. Yeah. So it's different for if you're YouTube focused. But anyway, that, that kind of brought us on nicely into the next topic, which is about player level stats. I wanted to bring this one up. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. um a an, a content creator who makes really nice infographic stuff. I am hopeful that I don't mispronounce his name. Craned? Craned? Mm -hmm. K-R-A-Y-N-D. And he puts loads of nice stuff out on Twitter. Um and he's I don't know. He must have some kind of like 
graphics background or whatever, because he makes like really nice infographics. But anyway, he ran a poll a few days ago. I love these polls about player level. And we had like a thousand respondents. So that's kind of that's kind of decent. And he had he actually did it two ways, which is kind of cool. He had um, I, I'm going to pop this in the chat just for people who are who are like on the live can just see it as well. But um, anyway, so he he asked people like, do you have the flea or don't you have the flea? So I guess that's like, are you higher or lower than 15 is really the, the question behind that. And 46% of people don't have the flea market and 54% of people have the flea. So 54% of players are level 15 or above. So it's literally 50-50. So 50% of the players are under level 15. They're level one through to level 14. So, you know, if you're worried about these people who are, you know, running at the end game and getting capo and, and whatever. Um, don't worry so much, right? It's like, if you look at it by level, he's split out by each kind of like decade. Levels 2 to 10 is 23%. Levels 11 to 20 is the most popular level, which is 38%. Levels 30, uh, 21 to 30 is 25%. And 31 plus is only 14% of the player base. So again, on that basis, you've got What's that? 61% of players that are level 20 or below. So, you know, most players don't even have Mechanic 2, I guess. Is that? Yeah. Because Mechanic 2 comes at level 20. Yeah. So the, the vast majority of players don't even have Mechanic 2. So I, I always think that's interesting because yeah. we always have to pair back our expectations because the vast majority of the players that you see, the people that you interact with, and the content that you watch is from people who play more than the average player, usually a lot more than the average player. Mm -hmm. and, and are probably better at surviving than the average player, I would true. stand a reason. True. So it kind of compounds on itself. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, we were actually talking about this in, in chat, actually, on one of the other days, just saying about how players who are better will play more, but they also get access to the better gear earlier and are completing quests that are annoying for regular players yeah. who are worse at the game right like like we were talking the example of like you know imagine you're playing like super hardcore and you're playing you know 15 hours a day for the first week or whatever and you're doing and you're doing setup on like day day five or day four or whatever and everyone's like running around trying to get like pocket watch and you're just shotgunning everybody like it's so different to playing like three months into the white when everyone's well a vast majority of the player base has got class five armor most people, almost everybody else is running class four. If you're trying to use AP20, it does nothing to the guy wearing the, the Corrand. You've got a 50% chance of penning the class four and then just dying to, you know, something with relatively low recoil. It's a completely different experience. Yeah. It's, it's almost like the better players are playing. The reason why they're better in the first place, they're playing more because they got more experience and they got better gear and they're doing quests earlier. So it's also easier. It's less like a super, super compounding thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anybody who feels like behind on the progression or whatever, there's like firstly plenty, plenty of people out there. As we said, nearly 50% of people don't even have the flea market. Don't worry about it too much. And um, eventually you'll bump into other people who are kind of the same level or the same skill or whatever, and then it'll be kind of a more, more even fight. So, but there's like a lot of people who are, you know, not the levels that you, that you, you see. I mean, I see it on my YouTube comments, people being like, oh, everybody I'm running into is wearing class five and running VP. And I'm just like, it just isn't true, dude. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just false. It's just not actually true at all. <laughs> it may look that way, but it just isn't true. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Half. Yeah. I would, man, I would really love, like, I'm it's just, it's not going to happen. It's just wishful thinking, but I can't help myself. I would just love to see 
the full data from BSG, man. I would just love like survival raid, level, you know, like trader, hideout burger, like all this stuff, dude. I would just love to sit there and just sieve through the, the data and just like comb over it slowly <laughs> just to absorb it all. It'd be great. I would love it. It's, it'd be fun. Can you imagine like having the full distribution of like all the survival rates, like the full bell yeah, curve? Yeah, I would love to it's see like, that. It'd be really it'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it would be super interesting. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was that was cool. Like I always love these kind of polls and, and data mm -hmm. and stuff. And like, yeah, there's always some, I feel, I always feel like maybe his stuff is a bit more, because like mine, there's definitely like sample bias, right? There's like more yeah. lower level players. Right. Um, when I do right. a YouTube poll, Twitter is a little bit more kind of everybody kind of sees that stuff, I guess. I mean, it probably still is some of that, but um, maybe it's not quite as quite as skewed yeah. as on. As I mean, on it, like when I do one, it's probably equally as skewed, but perhaps skewed in a completely different way. You know what I mean? Like mm. the only way for it to not be skewed is to get it straight from the. <laughs> Straight from the other dude, the BSG tit. I need it right now. <laughs> Which is when we get the end of wipe stats. That's why they're cool because they're some yes. of the only official stats that we get. You know, but they're so like niche and yeah, scuffed. Yeah, it's yeah. like here's the event statistics. We'll tell you how many bears died in labs, and you're like, that's not what I want to know. Yeah, I know. BSG is, yeah, they they um they don't give me what I want. But they keep me coming back. That's how that's how it works. They keep you coming back for more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Well, shall we shall we celebrate? <laughs> Cheers. We celebrate our I don't even have it. I've I finished my <laughs> glass of squash here and my, my cordial, unfortunately. So uh, we just have to cheers with an empty glass. Um but yeah, so we've we finally made YouTube partner on YouTube, obviously. But it's pretty exciting. I mean, the growth on YouTube and on the, um, I guess, the, the other channels as well has been like pretty amazing, actually. For Scav Talk, it's cool. I was talking about this again with like some of the people on chat being like, it's it's nice to have people come into the like Twitch channel and be like, oh, I like been watching a podcast and like find you here. I'm like, man, it's like they're taking on a life of its own, which it's is kind of cool. It's like not, you know, it's its, its own entity rather than being, right. you know, the sub child of, you know, <laughs> stuff that like either of us are doing like mm -hmm. separately or whatever um which is which is really really cool so yeah appreciate appreciate all you guys for listening and helping us get to where we are and you know more to come always trying to improve and do do new stuff and that kind of that kind of thing and, and to try and improve and i guess it's probably time to start we were talking about this before it's probably time to start <coughs> getting a few more guests on again because we've kind of like chilled on that a little bit but we'll have we'll definitely be having some more people more people on um yeah, it's good. Yeah. Good. You excited, Church? You raring to go? Raring to go? Where? Just in general. Yeah, I think <laughs> I I still kind of blows me away. Like, the growth, like, specifically this year has just been kind of crazy. Um, so, yeah, and like you said, when people stop by or the Discord or streams or whatever, um, yeah, it's 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 awesome. It's really great that people find value in two. Well, Gig is an adult. I'm sort of an adult, <laughs> but two people <laughs> having a chat about a stupid video game. I mean, a great video game. Speaking of, 
Oh man. Can I do this? Okay, so I have a clip of a scav absolutely deleting me. And I'm just gonna send it to you because I don't want to get too technical and like click a bunch of buttons on OBS and mess it up. I should have prepped prep for this earlier. I thought about it, but it didn't execute. Okay. Um actually it's in the free plug. It's in the Scav Talk Discord channel. In the the Which board is it? Uh Scav House, if you scroll up just a bit. Okay. So me and Strudeville were playing to give you a little bit of a backstory for everyone listening and watching. Me and Strudeville were playing um Reserve, right? Excuse me. And hopefully you know who Shudova is. He makes YouTube shorts. They're really funny. You should go check them out. Excuse me again. So, yeah, we I had to go to ST to get the thing. He had the key. I mean, I had it as well, but it was found in Raid and he, whatever. So he 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 opened it for me. But So we're running there. You know, we do all, we mark in all these tanks. You know, he's literally like my Tarkov dad telling me which tank to mark and which one to go walk up to. I, I'm so bad this wipe. I don't look up the wiki. I don't know if it's laziness or if I just can't be bothered. But I just like try to like wing it every time, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Let's just put it to you like that. So we go to ST. We're running up there. I mean, we're already like ten minutes into the raid, and there's two guys just sitting in there, and he gets shot at. So we're trying to like fight them, and just, like it's just a little tiny door. <laughs> That's it. That's like all all you have to shoot through. And um, so I I we reposition or whatever, and. For audio listeners, I just got absolutely deleted by the scav. And I'm going to try to play it on the recording somehow. I just have to figure out how to do that. I think I got an idea, actually. I'm just like, I'm just going to watch it now because I, I didn't watch it before. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So you basically, he shoots and then he's just like, actually, I want to check your health. So. Does he shoot first? Because I've got it muted, so... I guess he shoots at you, like, once or twice. You start to shoot, and then he goes... Arm... Head dead. Or arm, arm dead. Something weird happens. You get, like, a weird fragment, actually. There's, like, a strange fragment. I think your head gets hit through your arm or something. Because your head takes, like, a bunch of damage, but you don't die. Um, but anyway, it goes, like... Left arm, right arm fragment into the head, and then you die to the next shot, which is pretty, pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. I'm gonna play it now. I'm dead. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so bad. Just an AI scan. <laughs> yeah. I was so mad, bro. I was so mad, Gabe, because it was so unfortunate that. A, it was raining that day like crazy, and it was really hard to hear. And it's been a while since I've experienced that, so that was a nice, fun reminder of what that's like. Then, you know, I get on top of this thing, and I hear, you know, I hear the scrap yell at me. I go to, like, turn and flick, but my gun hits the freaking thing. The I don't even know what it is. It's just like a power generator on wheels, whatever. So I have to, like, recenter. The gun has to, like, reset. And then he instantly headshots me, he hits the, the helmet or something, or he hits my arms or something. I don't know. So I get like the aim punch blur and I'm trying to shoot at him, but then he hits me in the head and the concussion and he hits me in the eyes eventually. And it's just like, God, 
I don't know why he was so cracked out, but he just, I didn't have, like, I don't know. Like, what could I have done? Like, where, where did I go wrong, Giga? Where did I go wrong? I mean, that's the thing is, like, you normally would hear them at that range, but yeah, probably couldn't because of the, the rain. That's the issue. And then, yeah, like, once, once you're in that position where the scab's just shooting at you, like, I, when I've been doing a load of testing offline, and this actually was the most obvious when I was trying to test out. There was some ballistic stuff. It's when I was doing the shotgun testing, because I was trying to figure out how much damage the shotguns were doing at different ranges, actually, because I think there was a small bug with the Tarkov Ballistics website. At like Most of the time, it works really well, but there was a, a small bug with like really close-range shots coming out of um, shotguns in particular, because I ended up like tweaking some of my findings. I thought my findings were much more extreme than they actually than they actually like should be in, in reality, because I think the, the website was like, oh, you can never get... Like Tarkov Ballistics said, you can never get a headshot with seven mil ever. Not impossible. Like by the time that the the pellets come out of the gun, they've already lost low, lower than thirty five. Uh, it's from starting at like thirty nine. And when I went into raid and I point blank a scab in the leg with a one five three or whatever, mm -hmm. it was thirty seven. And I was like, okay, but there's something there's something wrong. Like there's a, something slightly strange at like this this really weird fringe thing, right? Where you've got huge ballistic like coefficient drop off combined with like point blank ranges like i was on their calculator like with increments of you know 10 centimeters like no one ever uses it like that so <laughs> it was like some really weird like fringe thing but anyway so when i was doing that i was trying to put it on horde because if you put factory just on regular scavs that's right. actually not that there's many. not that many um mm -hmm. especially if you're just on your own so i was like oh even putting them on high you have to like run around i was like i don't want to be running around finding scavs so i want to put it on horde mode and then horde mode you're often fighting two at the same time unfortunately yeah and there was like so many times even when i was wearing good armor that i'd like come around the corner and be like trying to like line the shot up and the scav would just be like thorax 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 you're dead and i was like what like what is this like this is insane that like, the rngs was like not there at all it's not even like one in the arm like one hits the thorax like sometimes you get a headshot there was like a good number of those scav encounters it was just like Center of mass, center of mass, center of mass. Right. Maybe it was something to do with the distance, like the way that I was positioning. I wasn't trying to hide myself or anything, and they had a good bead on me because I was trying to line up the, line the leg up because I was, I was like shooting the pellets and then looking. I was doing one shot, then dying, and then looking at the end screen and then taking the total damage and dividing it by the number of hits because a buckshot, a buckshot pellet can't fragment, so you know that it's always right, um, and that works quite well. But yeah, it was like it was super, super weird. Now, the AI is just is just really, really tough. So in that position, if you can't hear them, it's it's just it's so it's so brutal right because like the only reason or the only difference between the scab bosses <laughs> and the normal scabs is aim really and the time that they take to react to stuff really yeah the reaction time like, yeah yeah it's like you saw see on twitter like some i think he posted a trade posted a, a thing being like you know how come every time you see like you know any, any people killing the scab bosses is you know you using that door glitch and he was just like bro it's like the only way you can That's kill them right um but there's the same logic applies to normal scavs too you know it's like right try to fight scavs at that range or even longer actually normally it's a bit longer range if you're trying to fight scavs at 50 meters and they've got an akm really rough or an sks or something dude like it's hard it's scary it's hard. that's the most dude yeah. that is the most scariest scav is an ak scav that's that has a full auto ak because he will literally like i don't know if it's full auto but it's like rapid fire at, at least and he sh Sometimes you shoot in 245, but most times it's like PS. Dude, that stuff will delete you, man. It will absolutely delete you. It's so scary. And as you said, you have... They, they operate basically the same, right? There's a reaction... They have like a reaction time. They have an accuracy stat. 
It's just the bosses are like cranked up to insane values. Scavs are actually relatively easy once you understand how they work because you get that 1.2 second or whatever window where you get free shots on them essentially. Yeah. And, you know, when I was playing with some newer players a couple wipes ago, that wasn't like immediately obvious to them and they were like terrified of scavs. But for me, you know, a seasoned player, it's just like, yeah, you know, you just, you get a, a free, it's just like, it, you just point and click, you know, you just take your time, whatever. But, um, I just, I don't know. Someone brought this up in the comments on one of our, I think the last video we just did or the last podcast where we talk about the AI as always. And it's just like, you know, like what, what can they do to make it? better i guess like what other like what's another game that they've done and i know i've said dark souls but the more i think about it it's not really a good example because we're talking like melee combat it's just like completely different than gun combat right you know um but i think you could still like if they would like because they kind of telegraph they're like when they see you there they telegraph their yeah. actions but they're always pointing their gun at you so you don't really know when they're gonna shoot right like, if it was, like, a little bit more telegraph of, like, maybe their animations are, like, <laughs> giga slow down or, like, one-na-na-su-ka. <laughs> the gun just, like, slowly rises. Something like this where, like, it was a bit more telegraph. But, um, anyways. Because it's, like, in some of the other, like, looter shootery games that are, like, kind of compa more comparable to Tarkov with, like, AI than something like Dark Souls or whatever they that have like ai that has guns they're usually like bullet sponges and you yourself are like a bullet sponge you know so it's like yeah they're hitting me but i can take a bunch of shots where it's like a tarkov it's not really how that works so there is a bit of a dilemma there because if you start doing things like scavs bullets do half damage it's just like kind of like makes it all weird and it's like not very doesn't really jive with their whole like realism thing so it's it gets really wonky but Anyways, um, that was just a funny, sort of funny thing that happened yesterday. Pretty annoying because we were like, we were dying a lot playing together. We're, you know, I wasn't really trolling that much, but we were just getting kind of unlucky. And then we had like a really tense fight going down. You know, I was like, they were in there. We were shooting at them. He was like, you got any names? Like, yeah, yeah, I'll go outside and throw them in the window, blah, blah, blah. Did all this stuff. Got, you know, the alarm was going off, the rain. It was really intense. And then the AI scab just walks in and one taps me basically. And I was like, oh my God, I just, yeah, that's Tarkov. So it's really rough. It's rough, man. It is really rough. I mean, I personally think that scabs are kind of easier to balance, so to speak, than, um, than like the bosses say, yeah. for example, because scabs. They can they can suck. It's fine. Right. Like their their right. kit is awful. Right. There's no there's no reason for them to just like delete you. They're, in my opinion, scavs are kind of like they function equivalently to how the zombies feature and, in Daisy. Yes. You know they're not necessarily right. like a, an actual threat. They're not like a real real threat to the player. But what they do is they force you to fire your gun. They shoot at you and telegraph your position. You know they they force you to give away because that's one of the issues we talk of, especially later on, is that you just never hear anybody. And then you just run into PMCs randomly. Whereas the scavs, they do kind of, because they shoot at you, 
I wouldn't actually mind if they shot at you and had like even better kind of uh, awareness in some ways. Well, like the awareness they have now, because their awareness is pretty cracked. It's like kind of hard to increase that. But like the awareness they had now, but then just like dial the accuracy down a little bit, because the the point of the scavs, in my opinion, from like a game design perspective, is is the is the pressure. Yeah, you know, it's the pressure that they apply on you when you're getting shot at. And yeah, sometimes you'll get hit by them. That's fine. But it's more about like you don't want scavs to be shooting at you because people know you're there, and then it's you know you're right. in a firefight with them, and like sometimes they'll kill you. Um, I don't think it's necessary for them to be as like insane as they are. I was just trying to find whether we whether I talked about like my the, the AI one that I had. You know, the one that I my chat was like, oh, you send you should send this to Jesse because uh, I can't even find out where it, where it went. Talk about the SV ninety eight. Yeah, the SU-98. Yeah. Can you talk about that on here? I'm sure we, we did. probably did. Um, but it's the same kind of thing, right? It's just like, there's no reason for that kind of, like, what, what, is, the, what is the reason for having them be that insane? And you were saying about like them being on full auto, right? In that specific clip, the AI somehow spots me, right? Mm-hmm. Lying prone in a bush with a suppressed SV-98 at 170 meters. Mm-hmm. Right, which is like, I mean, that's that's an, that's like egregious, right? Because right? right. like your your example is bad, right? And it's annoying how how quickly he kills you because it's really just like after the first two shots or something, you, and you get slightly unlucky with your gun, like you get absolutely pummeled, which it is it, it sucks, but like it's kind of almost. I feel like that's more acceptable in some ways than getting shot at with a suppressed bolt action at 170 meters away, being a random scav, spotting the guy, and he he fires he fires two shots in rapid succession. And then hides behind something, and then he comes back out leaning, fires two more, and the second one of the second like volley hits, clips me in the head and kills me. And like that's you know the, the fact that I'm detected at that range, suppressed with a bolty on mm-hmm. its own is unacceptable to me. Yeah. Um, and like maybe you get RNG, un, you know, unlucky, but we know that scavs have insane accuracy. But you know, occasionally you have to get killed by them. I think, but they should never just. They should always. They should just code it in hard, like hardwired that the very first shot that connects should never kill you in one hit with a headshot. I don't care whether that's artificial or whatever. Like it's yeah. just bad game design to have people die instantaneously from this. Like having misses is one thing, and then you should get hit, and then it should start. You know, like after the first shot, yeah, maybe you can take a headshot or something. But like it just feels so terrible, especially over those certain ranges. You know what I mean? It just it just sucks for the player. They would have to have that first shot be a hundred percent accuracy like a laser beam but hit a non-vital part like your arm because if you just have their accuracy really low then there's a still a like low percent chance of like the accuracy of their gun or however that system works you know yeah. that they hit hit your head um maybe maybe they just just have like the first shot always miss and then you're back to RNG from that point. I don't know, but I definitely agree that the yeah. the distance thing, like that just shouldn't be the case. And I like how you use Daisy as an example because like they're essentially walking loot pinatas, but they have crap loot and they're annoying. And that should be like they're like they should be just enough of a threat that like you have to deal with them and how you deal with them could be like a bunch of different things. Like you could run away. You know, like in DayZ, you're you dealing with the zombies. Could be like you could fold them into a, a a building and shut the doors on them. You know, or or you hit them with a rock, or you hit them with a silence twenty two. Maybe you have to shoot your gun, whatever. But there's like a bunch of different ways you deal with them. They could do something similar to like scabs, because like sometimes you can just like 
a scav won't spot you, even though he's walking like five feet away from you. He just like walks past you. Yeah. The AI is kind of like inconsistent like that, but you know. Anyways, <laughs> I don't want to talk it's too funny. much it's about like, AI. It's, yeah, I know it's funny though because it's like in some ways, like I don't mind them being inconsistent sometimes because like different people would see you in different areas. Like I kind of don't mind that. It's just like yeah, some of the things that are just on the on the fringes are just too crazy. But just like to your point about experienced players know how to deal with them and stuff. Like it's so hard. And it's, as I said, it's just a, it's a diluted version of the bosses. Like if I see a scav and I'm in customs, like scavs, dealing with scavs is predominantly about pathing. It's predominantly about pathing. It's not really about anything else. It's about, about pathing and not, and not being in line of sight. Like trying to like no seasoned player just openly shoots against scavs, like with clear line of sight. There's just, nobody does that. If you can, you just move in as close as, as close as you can. And then you come around the corner and you kill them from super close range because by far the easiest way to, to kill them and that goes for scavs raiders you know not really rogues because you can't really get in that situation but it still works if you're down in the camp it works with the bosses it works with the new scav bosses because they just don't deal with inside buildings corners and close combat particularly well mm-hmm. and it's the by far the easiest way to deal with the ai because they're just kind of dumb in those particular situations they made the better actually they do lean and stuff now scavs do like lean around cover and things yeah it does make it feel a lot better so it's, it's better than it used to be it does feel like sometimes they're a bit more of a threat. But yeah, I, I just feel that their accuracy is, especially at range, has been toned up too much. Um, and there's just like, there's too many situations where a legitimate real player just wouldn't, they just wouldn't be able to see you. There's just no way. Yeah. Um, and you end up fearing scabs over range way more than regular players. Even if they could spot you, in theory, with iron sights, it would be really difficult to hit you with iron sights. Yeah, let alone a red dot so from yeah, like 170 meters or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talking about reserve though talking about yeah. reserve i had a, an interesting one so now that you've got all of the bosses that get unlocked with the quest it's actually mm-hmm. a lot better i actually much prefer having rather than having this like linear path like you do end up with a lot of quests and we know that that ended up causing some problems and um, with the number of quests that people were having causing that weird bug uh, i'm sorry ow that really hurt i'm just punching my desk <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that means that now we've got lots of different quests to complete all at the same time. And some of them just happen randomly. So I was trying to go around reserve and mark Mm -hmm. the various tanks. And I went into the night buildings and there was like glue and all his boys were there, but I didn't realize until one of them came running up and, uh, headshotted the first one, but took a load of damage. And I basically said to chat, like, I'm dead here because I just, I, I, I don't have enough HP and I don't have enough armor because when they come around the corner, I'm going to get hit. Like, I can't kill them quick enough. There's no way. Um, and the next one came around and just, like, laser beamed me and killed me. And my crosshead placement wasn't great and stuff. But, like, you take a hit or two from each guy. Yeah. You can't heal between. Like, it's just so hard. Yeah. But it turned out the very first one was Gluhar himself, um, which was really, really fun because then it meant that I completed the quest because you don't need anything mm. from him. You don't yeah. need his ash or anything like that. So I just, like, handed it in. And got the weapons case, which was super cool because cool. weapons cases now are only, well, I say only, they've always been 10 bitcoins as a barter from mechanic, mm-hmm. which is interesting because now bitcoins are only 115k. You could basically get a weapons case for like 1.15 mil, which is really, really cheap. But people are still buying weapons cases on the flea. And because that quest gives you a weapons case found in raid, I ended up selling that on the flea for 4 mil, which was pretty sick. And, and basically, it's like it's worth waiting. I was actually on the cusp, I nearly lost. 300,000 rubles by not thinking about it too much because I had Intel Center 3 being made um, and I ended up being like, oh, actually, I need to wait for this to finish because then I'll basically save like 300k 
um, yeah. in flea market fees. So rather than being, because I think if you post it up for four mil, it ends up being a one million rubles, but it's only six hundred and sixty thousand or something. Once you've got Intel Center three, but anyway, we made like a bunch of money because I I upgraded like everything all at once and um, went completely broke when I got to level thirty because it was like <laughs> workbench three and then generator, and then once those were done, I did the uh god which one was it like the rest space the water collector the air filter uh bitcoin farm level two i just did like so many yeah. things so i had i had like nearly five mil or something and just or like four mil and just eradicated all of it and then got this weapons case and managed to get the money back because i was like man we like scraping along i was like i had a few hundred thousand like having to sell stuff to buy put kits together because i was doing i was doing punisher as well so i was just like, oh, so right. like losing money doing punisher i'm like running stupid kits with like stupid spds Oh my god! But yeah, that was that was kind of fun. So I think that's one incident where having these like the non-linearity of the quest is actually really nice because sometimes you just randomly get them, and it's nice to complete them through the natural play. Yeah, that is a really really good quality of life change, in my opinion, because as you said, it just feels very natural. It's like something you can work on. Still learning the stages, it's like shooter born in heaven, man. Sometimes it's just like. I really want to bring a scope because I don't have Shooterborn in Heaven unlocked. Like I, I crafted a T plug or something just so I could get Shooterborn unlocked, so I could like have that possibility be allowed for me. Because you know how bad it would suck to get like a 125 meter headshot on customs and not have Shooterborn unlocked. That would feel so. That would be awful. So yeah, I definitely like that change. It's a really good change. And you reminded me of something too. Quickly, I want to talk about was. The you're talking about all the intels, um, all your upgrades in your hideout, and I am hard stuck behind Vitality, man. Vitality three for MedStation three, Giga, and I, I just gotta know, did you did you cheese it? Did you did you do it? The swipe again? Did you? What do you what do you think, <laughs> dude? I can't, man. I can't. I cheese Vitality like I do every wipe from two and a half to three, every wipe. Every single okay. one. All right. One and more. one of them, I did it at night. <laughs> I went in with a VPO. Maybe it was because I was wearing a module three M armor because I was like, just in case I meet a buckshot scav. And I came, went into raid, and ran and lay down in the bush. And I waited for the people to run out their spawns. And I was like writing a script or whatever. And like one minute later, someone comes running up the wall up the side because I wanted to go, and he could, runs right up to me and shoots me straight in the head with seven sixty PS. Hmm. And I was like. Okay. Sus. <laughs> sus. I was like, either the guy was wearing MVGs and yeah. know, I was really obvious but didn't realize, or I was like, he's not wearing MVGs. And for some reason, the moon and my like module 3 armor is like sticking out like a sore thumb, like there's some graphical bug or whatever. True. So I was like, maybe. But uh, also, I was like, yeah, that did, that was kind of weird because I was just like literally laying prone in the middle of foliage, just completely still right at the beginning of the raid. Like I ran probably 20 meters and then lay in a bush and he's just mm. straight up the side. Bam, one shot in the head. <laughs> it was like, very weird. But anyway, so it took me probably like four raids in total because one of them I died. And then the three other raids on there just like spinning away. Oh, no, one of the, one of the raids I, I killed myself because I tried to do it too quickly and I managed to black my head out by... Um, oh, no. It, it turns out, I didn't really think, I, I've never really, because I, obviously I experienced this like once per wipe. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, we'll spin around and like check my thing. But like the faster you turn in the barbed wire, it seems, the more damage you do to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really... Realized, I didn't realize until this time. And I did like one particularly vigorous spin when I had quite low health. And my guy actually just voice lined, oh, I'm a goner. And then I just fell over and died. And I was like, what? What happened? I was like, oh, no. Um, 
But yeah, it took me like it took me three legit raids of doing it. One where I just died instantaneously with a grizzly in my in my uh, case. But I, I had like a grizzly in the in the secure, and I had a grizzly in my rig. I was taking the Wartech, uh, well, like one hundred six plus one hundred four, whatever it's called. So it's got like the two by two. Mm-hmm. I died in there, and um, yeah, it's just every wipe. I don't I don't understand. I just don't understand how people. I mean, it must be, it must be right because there's some there's some people and the people that I normally talk about this with who never seem to have a problem are usually really good at, at Tarkov and it seems to me that and it makes sense right because you need to take lots of sustained damage throughout the course of the of, the, of that like you know early wipe experience to get to level three on your own naturally so maybe it's partly where you're going but also you can't just you can't do what I do right which is I'll go into a raid I'll be pathing really like tactically and successfully through the map I will see three people who never see me. I will kill them all without taking any damage. And That's then the, the thing, next right? raid, I run into somebody and I get, I just get shot straight through the left eye socket and I die instantly and I get 0.001 vitality. And right? whereas the people who are super good are like either progressing a bit quicker, they're like going into these fights, they're killing like six players, they're taking a ton of damage, they're like healing up, you know, using their using mm-hmm. all their meds and like then getting damaged again and then healing again. They're in loads of different fights. So it's not the way that I end up playing. It's just not how it works out because I. You know, it's a coin flip for me normally when I meet people. It's, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. So, you know, sometimes I have success, sometimes I don't. But, the, you know, I'm, it's, I'm not the guy who's, like, routinely killing, like, four or five players, like, every single, every single match. It's just, it's just not how it goes. Um, and so on that basis, I end up having to cheese it. Whereas I, I think those guys who have a much higher percentage success rate of, like, killing a PMC on an engagement, um, but also taking damage. I don't, it's a funny one. It's a really funny one. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like... It just sounds like a weird conundrum because you're you're telling me that you're trying to survive and you're having trouble doing that quest, whereas the person that's like risking survival more often is like totally fine doing that quest. Like I don't know, it just like seems counterintuitive. And why is it like why is such a monumental thing? Because I can't do Intel two, and I can't do. Like, a lot of things are locked behind that in a hideout. I can't remember why I really want to get that done. Anyways, um, I don't know. It's just it's just annoying, man. I really don't want to cheese it, but I, I just, like, how long? How, let's say I'm halfway. I think I'm, like, 15 out of 30, I think. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. How many shoreline raids would that take me, you think? Like, three at most. Okay. So just, like... Like, two, like take two grizzlies with you. Or you well, could even take like a grizzly, like, and then two salewas or something. Well, hang on a minute. So, do you, do you do I do it, two grizzlies? Do you do the whole raid? That's what you do, or you just do till oh, the? I do the whole raid. I do the whole raid. So I go to the corner. So you do, do even the pass the the ministry returns? Like you just keep going down no, and so down. I do, so I, no, so I do the thing till I get to sixty or so. Sixty. Oh, okay. And then I then I wait for five minutes. And then I get back up and do the thing. And I do it while I'm doing other stuff. So I do it while I'm doing working, like things, while I'm writing scripts or whatever. You can edit. You could edit while you do it. Like it's, it's annoying. But then yeah. I just like I look at the clock. I like write the time down. And I carry on doing what I was doing for five minutes. And then I go, oh look, it's time for me to spin in the barbed wire again. And then get up, do the spin, do the, uh, do the thing, eat it up, dude. It sucks. Honestly, it sucks. But it's much better than getting it passively. I've been trying. So I've got this. I've got the ambulance quest ready to turn in, and I get asked approximately every 3.6 seconds on my stream why haven't you turned the ambulance quest in yet and I, 
you know, I, I get it because people were confused as to why I've just got like this random quest that I haven't handed in that gives you 15,000 experience that I just, I've got just lying there. And it's because I don't get vitality very quickly. I know it's extremely annoying. I'm only at level three after cheesing it, right? I'm at about level, and I've done, I've done freaking loads of fights since then. You know, I've done so much stuff, but after getting like med station three, I'm probably at like three, three point seven or something now. I'm like probably three quarters of the way through level three to getting to level four. When I get to level four, I can turn in ambulance. That will then take me to level five because ambulance gives you one point of vitality, and then I can complete the other bloody quest that requires vitality from Jaeger. But I don't want to just lose all of that, right? Because I'll only right. get like point three of a level if I hand it in now. And so again, it's just like one of those things where I'm like holding it back to try and like boost it up. It's a bit like it's a little bit like the sniper skill thing, which is a really small version. But yeah, yeah. it's just it's, it sucks, man. It sucks. Like it's just such a terrible, terrible thing. And you know what? Most of these things have been ironed out of the game. You remember you used to have to throw grenades to get defense two and stuff. Like it's there's lots of things that used to be really well, bad. There's that metabolism used to be kind of annoying. Um, like it's it's better now than it was. Definitely better now than it was. Yeah, I just still. It just gets so old, man. I'm so tired of cheesing it. It gets dude. old, yeah. I, I really was not I was not looking forward to it either. I did actually have kind of some weird... Like, sometimes you go into these weird raids, and I have these, like, really weird experiences. Because I, I don't play those raids like I play any other raid. Because I last wipe, the only reason why I even got to the level that I got to was doing... I basically did that for, like, the first three months to do as many tasks as I physically could, like lie down in a bush, go and do something else, run in, grab the quest item, leave, like cheese the vitality. I did like, I'm like min-max the shit out of Last Wife just to try and get enough time to actually do anything, right? And like balance it with my real life. It was freaking crazy, man. Like it was, it it was like... actually, it was crazy. I'm like, I'm like well used to this. This is like my bread yeah. and butter. Um, so I had like a weird, so this one, I spawn in at the construction kind of, yeah, like bit on the docks on shoreline. Mm. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm super close, but like, I don't want to run there straight away because, you know, there's the other spawns up around the edge and I'm kind of playing night raids. So people are, like playing sneaky breaky. So anyway, I run to the road and there's a, there's a truck on the road with the back open and there's like a load of boxes in front. And what I do, you're kind of obvious, but no one ever paths that way around because of the way that the map flow works. And you get in the back of the truck and you just lay down. And I always just take a VPO with APM every time, VPO with APM. And I'm just lying there and I'm like writing my scripts or whatever. And uh, I just hear, you know, some people coming i'm like oh some dudes are coming i'm, like, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna fight them if i can help it because that's not what i'm here for and then these guys like literally one goes right side one goes left side like around the truck that i'm in <laughs> and they're like playing it like super stealthy i don't really have a good line of sight but i can see them like off the corner uh -huh. and they're just like you know, looking around path in like walking slow it was actually like the raid movie kind of thing i was like man these guys are like rping super hard it was like so <laughs> weird but like, you never you never get into that like i never get in i'm never in a raid like that normally right. Because right. I'm doing like weird stuff that I would never normally do. I'm like trying to lie there so that no one sees me, so I can just go and you know hurt myself in the corner. Um, <laughs> it's bizarre, yeah. but yeah, it is. It is odd how many times you end up in those strange situations where people run like straight past you, or they run over the top of you. But you're like, well, I don't want to fight you because I've just got VPO and there's two of you and whatever. Like, I've had so many weird experiences because I've well, half the time I've got the game minimized and just mm -hmm. my headphones on. It's like that General Sam video about exit camping, right? He's like reading the book on the sofa. And he's just got the headset on, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's like, it's kind of like that where I'm like, oh, there's some footsteps. So I better like, you know, go back in just in case somebody sees me. Um, it's like you end up with these such weird situations. Like I it's just... so weird. And people like don't even know you're like there. Like these guys are, like pathing around like super stealthy and I'm like lying there. Just like they don't even know I'm there. Like, oh my God, it's so weird. Yeah. Weird. It's so weird, dude. I'm curious. How many people listening 
okay, or watching, how many of you cheese eat any of the sniper leveling skills stuff, vitality, whatever? Let us know. I'm curious because I'm like, I really don't want to do that gig. I mean, you're convincing me because I don't really like running the game and my editor software because the project that I do, literally all of my <laughs> harrowing videos and most of them is like just gigabog down from just all the oh. data that's been processed through that single project. It's really bad. But um, anyways, but that, I mean, now they're talking about maybe I'll just run the game and like, you know, 720p or something. You could to also like... tap the frame rate too. If you're not, if you turn yeah, the reflex off, you can put the frame rate to like 30 point. FPS. Yeah, I might do that. If you do that, if you do that, that um, if you you can do that in the menus. I don't do it anymore because I have it Nvidia Reflex on, and then turning it off and then doing the frame rate is like more annoying, and I can't be bothered. But I used to do that if I was just like sitting, like scripting or writing stuff. I used to do that in the, <laughs> right. in the um the menu because if you turn the game one down to thirty, it means the hideout doesn't blow up your computer when you go in there. Yeah, I really don't like um, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. I wish there was a frame limited just for the hideout because I'd keep it at like you know forty or something or fifty. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. I don't need to be playing in you know. 400 hertz in the hideout. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, every time, dude, you go in the hideout with GPU, it's like... <laughs> it makes me worry for my machine. I know, dude. Like, dude. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways. So funny. Okay, so moving on. Punisher Part 6. Yes. I saw so... you posted something here. You got lots of attention. <laughs> So this is probably the best tweet that I, I don't like. I don't really understand Twitter very much. I mm-hmm. find it very confusing. Um, oh, I actually have a thousand followers now. Amazing. I was like waiting for that the other day. I guess that was from, uh, I guess that was from this tweet, I suppose. Nice. That's kind of funny. Um, okay. Well, I was like, I was kind of like, you know, watching and looking and being like, oh, you know, am I going to get like a thousand followers on, on, on Twitter, on Twitter? Cause it's just like, it's a weird thing. Like I have. You know, how many people on the channel and then, you know, guys on the on Twitch as well. It's like 4,000 or 5,000 or something. I don't really look at the, the Twitch ones very much. But then Twitter's just like under 1,000, like, people following me. Like, I post relatively, I don't post probably enough, to be honest. But it's just like, mm. I never really understood it or, like, what to post exactly. But I thought, oh, this is quite funny. Because so I've been running, like, a ridiculous SVD build. And it is completely opposite to the way I did it last time. And that's kind of why it's interesting for me. Because... Last wipe, I actually did Punisher way later. I did it when people were mostly running Karuns. And so I ran it like a lot later on with a recoil build and with BT rounds because I wanted to punch through class five. Whereas this time, most people are still using class four because I've got to it early. I didn't get Peacekeeper until ages and ages and ages and ages. Um, and so I went, I did a lot more of the Punisher quests earlier because I, they were the ones that I had. And so I ended up on Punisher six much faster. And so I was like, fine, well, maybe we'll just try some like ergo builds instead because some people say it works for them. I don't have the money, honestly, or the trader levels to make the recoil build particularly well. And I've done a lot of shoreline and I'm kind of fed up of it. So I've put together this like goofy build. I was like, how how can we make the cheapest build with the most ergonomics possible? Because I don't really want to go down like the modernized route and do all that stuff because it's yeah. just like it ends up getting really expensive really quickly. So it's like, fine, we'll put like the XRS DRG handguard or whatever it is, the mm-hmm. one that just allows you to mount a foregrip. The, peace, the Peacekeeper, like VFG with just like ergo only, and um, the Tango Down, and I think it's that, is that people were actually telling me about that one because I hadn't really noticed how good it was. That's the one from the RD, I think, is the basic one, the Tango Down Grip that you mentioned with like 12 or 13 ergo or something, which is actually quite cheap. It's um, it's pretty good and it's better than the Saw Grip and there's not that much more. And so I stuck that on. And then 
the stock is a hilarious choice. So it's the it's the Troy stock. Mm-hmm. So the one that you make that like yeah, there's yeah, that yeah. ridiculous like mechanic gunsmith one or there's a like, preset that you can buy from him with it on and it's like no one ever uses that stock because it's like it's all the ergo ever but the recoil <laughs> is like really bad and right. attaching this to the SVD actually makes the recoil so you have to use the buffer adapter thing and then you just attach this thing straight onto it because it doesn't need a buffer tube it makes the recoil worse than the base stock but it gives you so much ergonomics and so this thing I mean I, I think I've got one and the funniest thing about oh, I've, the game's closed itself it's very annoying but the funniest thing about that screenshot is that that came back in insurance. Like somebody saw that and went, nah. <laughs> and it's a 50% durability. You can't, you can't actually see oh. in the picture, but it's like 55 dura as well. So, um, so it's like super scuffed. I'm using the 10. I saw Jay replied and he was just like, oh, the 10 rounders, <laughs> like blah, like being sick kind of thing. And I'm just like, I ain't paying 25k on the flea for someone just for a yeah. 20, 20 rounder. Like that's not what this build is about, you know? Um, I mean, I dig yeah, it. What's funny. the what's the ergo on it? It's got to be like in the forties. It's right? like fifty five. Damn, dude, it's high, and I can ADS for ages. And there's yeah. no press on it. But the, I mean, the I'm sure it's like off the charts. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm sure it kicks like off the yeah. charts. But... The, the 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 principle though was right. that when I was doing the shotgun testing a while back and looking at a little bit of like convergence and return to center time and that kind of stuff. The thing that I realized about shotties, and I've always, I've always said that the SVD is actually quite similar to a shotgun in many ways. And it definitely used to be when you were running um, Punisher 6 on factory. Yes. Because a, a 153 with AP20 slugs versus the SVD, like you, you actually right. use them in very similar ways. Like you yeah. just stick on a laser and you're just running around like, I know it's, it's weird. It's weird. They're like kind of similar. It's like really high recoil, but really high damage. You know, so yep. they're very similar guns, actually. When and even though they're complete polar opposites, when you put very them in this long. particular quest, yeah, and they're really long and like kind of lower ergo and mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. Uh, where, where was I going with that exactly? Oh, yeah. So the, the whole point was with, with shotguns, unless you're modifying like the 153 or one of the best ones out to its like absolute maximum recoil reduction you kind of may as well not bother because the return to center means, so if you have high vertical recoil, kind of in, in the same way as the pistols we were talking about previously, if you have a gun with, say, like 150 recoil and a gun with 300 recoil, that's the same weapon, when you fire, the one will go up higher than the other, but they'll both come back to the center at the same time. And so the philosophy that I was going with this weapon is like, well, if I'm not going to modify it for recoil or whatever, then I'm going to lose sight picture anyway every time right. I shoot. And if the return to center time is identical, you know, my PMC could do, you know, 360 spin three <laughs> times with the weapon if it's going to come back at the same time. I don't really care, right? right? So if I just focus everything into ergonomics, I've already said to help with sight picture because I'm never getting that no matter what with the builds that I'm doing. So instead, we'll just go, we'll go full on on ergo instead and see if we can, you know, at least use that to our advantage. Um, so that's that's basically what I've been doing with it. Yeah, so I've got I've got the build here now. I've just loaded it up. So it's 62 out of 64 on, uh, on durability. And I've Ugh. not had a jam. I've not had a jam yet. Good for you. The MOA is 2.45. So it's only 0.4 higher than an M4. And I ain't using it at those ranges anyway. And uh, the ergonomics is 56. And the recoil is 190. So that, yeah, that's the, that's the deal. It's, Are it's you quite using funny, LPS? I am using... T forty six. Oh man, you are just like, look at you, look at you. <laughs> I'm pushing the boundary, and I might even end up making a video on this because 
Well, it, know, I'm sure other people are doing the same thing. Yeah, but... I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Like, you're not really losing anything. I mean, you are a little bit, but it's cheaper. Like, it's, yeah. throw, it's like throwaway ammo, and it's a throwaway gun for a throwaway quest. Exactly. And it's, and it's like the philosophy is like, well... And it's the thing we were talking about with breakpoints, again. Right, it's it like, always comes back you, to breakpoints. If you're losing sight picture, you're losing sight picture. Mm -hmm. I don't care whether I have a thousand recoil or right. hundred and five recoil. If I'm losing sight picture when I shoot, it practically doesn't matter what the recoil is over that point. So I may as well sacrifice as much vertical recoil as I can to get as much ergo, because the, the difference in ergo does matter and does make a difference. Um, and so it's kind of that thing of like, it's almost like um, when people are asking me why I'm eating mayo in my stash as well, because I've taken to eating mayo like every raid. Because you come out of a big long raid and you're like, you know, 20 hydration right. and like 10 energy or whatever. Well, you eat the mayo up to 100%, but the hydration can't go lower than zero. Right, right. So you get 100 food for like 10k off the flea. Right. Like it's, ins it's insane. You could get to use that over like multiple raids. And then you use the water afterwards, and that brings yeah. it back up. But you know, we're talking like breakpoints and like thresholds here. So it's like, well, you know, I'm giving up something that doesn't matter on the SVD because I, di I didn't care about the vertical recoil anyway. So I'm giving that up, but I'm getting something back for for, for free basically because it makes no impact to the the weapon whatsoever. Um, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. But I haven't had a jam yet, which is which is kind of cool. But the the reason. So the, the rationale, just like answering your question about the rounds, because I was looking through the different rounds, and obviously we know now that PS took a, a nerf from 86 damage to 84 damage. You weren't really killing anybody ever with one shot anyway, unless they were a hatchling and it was within 10 meters. And now you can't play factory with the SVD. It was like not really a thing anyway. But now it just makes it more obvious that you can't one shot someone because the damage just isn't there even from the yeah. beginning. So PS, like why use PS now? It gives you more accuracy. So it's basically good over long ranges to get a little bit more MOA. That's fine. But then you've got the difference between LPS and T46. You know, LPS has got 82 damage. And um, sorry, T yeah, T46 has 82 damage and LPS has 81 damage. So it's one damage difference. Like, who cares? Doesn't right. matter. And the pen is 41 on T46 and it is mm -hmm. 42 on LPS. A, like, Again. penetration can matter a little bit, but right. who cares? Because it's in that particular range. Yeah. Right? We're in the 41 range. 41 is the same as M80. Mm-hmm. Which is great. So we're talking ninety percent against class um, class four, but we're we're talking like twenty percent against class five, and forty two is like thirty percent against class five. So it's in that like non sensitive region, right? Because it's not near the number seven because of the way the game works. <laughs> so it's, we're we're away from the number seven, so it doesn't matter which I choose between these two. But T forty six is cheaper, right? Um, Technically, as a tracer, so I can see where it's going. But you actually get like five percent recoil reduction. Not that I really care, but it's it's really it's it's the cheapness yeah. of it that, that matters. But LPS and T forty six are way better than PS now because PS can never one shot somebody unless you get a frag, and a frag on PS is an eight percent chance, whereas a frag on LPS and T forty six is an eighteen percent chance. So if you penetrate someone's armor in the chest, one out of five times you will kill them outright. Whereas with PS, it's only one in ten. So LPS and PS are actually now way better than PS, in my opinion. Unless you're fighting against someone with class four Wait, and LPS? you're hitting them with multiple shots. Wait, say that again. Wait, LPS and T46, sorry. Oh, LPS okay, and okay. T46 are way better than PS, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. And I can't see it on the wiki, but I'm pretty sure T46M has better durability burn. Like it burns less compared to 
Oh, it probably does. <laughs> so I, I wonder too if that modifier has something to do with you not getting jams. Probably not. I don't know, but probably not. But that's not a. But I actually forgot about that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know how much it really matters in the grand scheme of things, but it's interesting. Hmm. Everything matters, Church. <laughs> Everything matters. After we just got discussing how does one say? pin doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> Does it, and it doesn't say on the wiki, does it? I think you have to no, look at it in game. You have to look at it in oh, game. Can you look at it on the actual ammo? Yeah, yeah. Just inspect the ammo. Like, like on the wiki? Uh, no. Even on the ammo's own page? Not that I can see. I don't think they've updated that. Okay. I think they determined that's not an essential component. So, okay, so T46 is 105% heat. Is that in the LPS. red or is that in the blue? <laughs> I forget. In the red. In okay, the red. Okay. But, I mean, they're all like mega heat anyway. Right, right. Which is kind of silly, but it's just the way it works. Um, so it's 5% and, more than the base of 100, I guess. Well, right? it's, like, it's plus 105%. Oh. So it's like oh, double. okay. Oh, okay, okay. But that's, T, but that's T46. And I think that's probably the smallest. So LPS is 131. It's even higher. Hmm. PS is 118. PS is actually lower than LPS, but higher than T46. Um, and then... The rest are going to be like insane. I can only imagine. I can't look at the other ones because it won't let me. I've got some SMB. The SMB is 134. Uh, do I have any BT? Uh, I do, I do. 144 is BT. Okay. So, so T46. T46 is, is great. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because it's cheap, right? And then, I don't know, it doesn't, yeah. And it's cheaper. You and know. it's cheaper too. I mean, what what does T46 cost? 258 rubles? You can get it Dude, sometimes cheaper off the flea. It's, yep. Yeah, that's, that's from, from Prapple. That's my classic, I'm leveling sniper skill round. <laughs> it's the one that most of the time spends its life lying in the ground <laughs> in, you know, the spawns of shoreline woods and uh, other big maps. Someone Coming out of the most in one at a time. Click. Someone, Click. <laughs> someone out there is like, see, I told you guys T46 was going to be good one day. It finally took seven patches, but it's a good round, and finally BSG did the right thing. It's now the meta round. Not only for level on your sniper skill, but also for shooting out of your guns. No, I really I, I really like the SVD. I like the... um, I really like the PSO scope in general. And so I'm probably going to do a very similar build once I get to that quest. PSO, uh, vertical grip, the RGX74U, whatever, guard. And maybe um, maybe I'll look into that godforsaken <laughs> stock. We might just go rubber butt pad combo with the Mo. We'll see. But Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is the like most ergonomics that you can get but i mean that thing is really cheap Probably. that Troy thing is yeah cheap. yeah because no one uses it for anything else it's like it's 8k on mechanic it's literally a gunsmith <laughs> and maybe like the m700 higher go build if you want to do that yeah. someone said oh this there's actually a different one yeah someone mentioned this to me and they said oh the the viper pdw stock actually gives you more ergo um which i hadn't realized what is that? Yeah, there's another one. But I never I didn't really I mean I've never really looked at it, if I'm honest. Um 
because it's like again it's like even worse but gives you even more it's actually a bit, quite a bit more expensive oh. for like 11k for mechanic is that new i don't know it's new ish it looks new ish it's one of those ones that you probably just like it could have been in for three patches but just never right. noticed because it's so i mean God it looks awful for every other gun so similar to the other one the troy right mm. yeah i mean to me it looks similar anyways Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, you can you can get that build to if you if you like actually want to use all the, the best parts that you possibly can, you can get that SVD to sixty three ergo. If you use that stock, you use the proper pistol grip, like the best one for the AK style platform. You could probably and that's that's using the XOSDRG, so you can probably get an even better like if you use the modernized handguard and all this stuff. But I've just put a Cobra on it and whatever, and getting sixty three ergo on an SVD is like be pretty insane. But it has like 190 vertical recoil. <laughs> Speaking of builds, someone mentioned in Discord that they saw a Reddit post that you can now put the CAC suppressor combo, the meta one for the 762 by 51R, or not R, but 51NATO. You can put yeah. it on the mutant now. And they've changed up the mutant builds a bit. A short barrel oh, yeah. can only accept the stock standard handguard. You can't do like an RSS handguard or anything like that. That's gone. So if you want to use any other handguard, you got to go with the long barrel. But you can, like I said, you can't put the CAC suppressor, the meta combo on there, but I still think the RD-74 is better. I don't know. You could maybe argue... Um, what's going on with my mouse? Well, something else. Is it else, because but, of Ergo? Or? Um, I think it's both, actually. You get better... Like, you get... About 20 points more ergo, and I think the recoil is slightly better on the RD704. Yeah. However, that's on the stat screen. The RD704 has a little less horizontal deviancy than the mutant, uh, whereas the mutant has a higher return to center and faster fire rate. I still feel like RD is just like, it's more consistent. I think it's going to be, like, generally speaking, better overall. But in, like, some scenarios, I'm sure the mutant beats it. But, mm. I mean, what's crazy, too, is that you can just buy the RD so far at the flea market. It's unlocked uh, that Mechanic 3 versus Skier 4 for the four. mutant. Yeah. So I just I just don't. I think that gun's going to get nerfed, the RD. I'd, Something's probably going to change about it. We'll see, though. But um, I think it's probably going to get taken off the fleet for sure. Yeah, that seems pretty reasonable. The other thing I wanted to quickly mention was solar power now. Um, working on a video for Airwing about solar power. Because the... The long story short is because the spawn rates have changed since in between last swipe and this swipe, for some of the components you need. The current prices are really cheap for it. Um, right. To build it. Because if you remember last wipe, the power filters were extremely expensive, like half a million rubles. Oh yeah, now they're really, really low. Yes. And I, I think that's just a spawn rate change thing. Um so like the tubes, military tubes too. Same thing. Military tubes. Which one is that? Oh, like like the hoses? Million. You know the little, the little loop? Yeah, the military hose thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Military yeah, cable. They were like a million or something. But then now they're like 
They, they, the little pipe, the little military. It was they're, they call them military tubes, aren't they? I gotta look this I have up. To look it up now. <laughs> <laughs> We're it's the on it. Use of building stuff. I can't. Um, I just. I can't see it. Mil- military corrugated tube. That's the one. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Twenty k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those dude, dude. Last and last slide, they were like a million rubles. They were insane. People were like loot house, go loot house. You know. Oh yeah. So, anyways, um, you need a peacekeeper four to build the. Uh. Solar power unit. And you need water collector. No, 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 no. What do you need? What do you need? Let me pull this up. Um, shoot. Because I'm going to get it wrong. Because, see, this is the thing is that I used to think that you have to have a Bitcoin farm to build solar power, which is not the case. It's actually no, not a... No, you can just build pre- it on its own. Is it a generator? Is generator generator three, 3 and Workbench 3. I'm looking at it now. But it's because... Yeah, I think it's probably because, like, Bitcoin farm... Two has the generator three as the requirement or something. So it feels that way because that's the way you path through. Oh, does it? Oh, we might actually. I think it might. I mean, let me just check. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Is that not right? I don't think so. Generator. What do you need for Bitcoin three. Bitcoin two, sorry. Generator. Bitcoin two so. needs generator three. Yes. But the the Bitcoin three needs solar power, right? Which is like why I like basically what I'm saying is I've always associated solar power with Bitcoin, but like exactly. in theory you can just build it independently. And this swipe in particular, because the parts are so cheap, it's actually a pretty good thing if you can get there. Mm. Well, I, I shouldn't even say that. It's it's pretty good. I think it's like ten million, eight million ish rubles to build. Right now, at the prices, yeah. but your fuel savings because, like, you save half on your fuel. Your fuel lasts twice as long, basically. So, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. Like, I think it's like the first wipe yeah. where I'll actually like want to build it. The biggest hurdle is the euros, obviously. Like, it requires a crap ton of euros, which you just either have to find them, buy them, or sell for euros on the flea market, but. It's kind of interesting, yeah, yeah. and then like, it. yeah, I'm just looking at the parts now. It's like <laughs> military filters, 500k. So the, the like cables, the parts are cheap. K, phased arrays, 400 in total. Yeah. So the whole like all the parts, yeah, all the parts are probably like 1.7 or something, and then mm-hmm. the euros. It makes a big difference. Not having to do 10 power filters that was like nearly four or five mil on its own at one point, if not higher. I think in. Uh, does he have it here? Solar power calculator. I think in he's got hours. Hours to pay for solar two thousand two hundred twenty-two, which would be oh boy, <laughs> just about to open the calculator. Two 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 divided that? by twenty-four. Ninety-two days. Ninety-two. Ninety-three days. Pay for itself. Okay, so it's long, but that's what what fuel cost is that assuming? Worst case scenario, Jaeger's price. Is Jaeger's price okay? I mean, it will it will get there eventually. Yeah. So interesting. S- yeah, something to look forward to. I guess I don't know. I guess so. If, <laughs> I guess I, I mean, yeah, because metal fuel tanks right now are 
they are currently about 100k. So we're, you know, we're, like, we're well on our way. I mean, in the, if you're like, I guess if you're planning to play the whole wipe, probably a good thing to do. I mean, you, you might as well for completionist's sake. And it's just, it's a lot better than what it used to be. It's like, it's kind of interesting. So that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, because all of those restrictions were put in place because Bitcoin was like 800k a, a pop, right? Yeah. So now like it's this. kind of funky. Yeah. Now they nerfed the time and they used to get like three a day. Remember? It was insane. You get like one yeah. every eight hours with the max farm and you get like 2.4 million a day or something crazy. It was, it was insane. It was insane, man. It you get was. to the week, you'd have like 15 mil. <laughs> it's it like creative mode. It was crazy stuff. Yeah. Times. Good times. It's all different now. It's better. It's better without it. It's better the way that it is now. Way better this way. It was just stupid before. Yep. So yeah. Wish me luck on the rest of Punisher Part Six with my uh, my funny build. I'm sure you'll I'll, get I'll, there. Uh, I'll update and tell everyone how it goes. I'm at six out of fifteen so far. I met a Seal Team Seal Timmy Team Six <laughs> the day. Three guys around the customs office, like all with pistols, one with an AK, and they went friendly, and then all opened fire with an AKM on me when I came around the corner. <laughs> Shame. They've got SPD'd. Shame on you. That definitely helped. That definitely helped. I didn't even VoIP at all. One of them came into chat afterwards, and they were like, "Oh no, one of our people was dis disconnected." And we were like trying to protect them in the office. I was like, "Oh, it sucks." They're like, sorry, we were camping there. I was like, no, dude, you like doubled my progression in like one raid. It was amazing. <laughs> so yeah, how how has uh, fighting duos been going better since last time? Any anything you've noted or included? Yeah, I I've been killing one of them and running away. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, um, yeah. I haven't had as many of those situations because I've not been playing like outside shoreline. Um, so much but i did have i did have one or two i was using the vpo and like i killed one or, i killed a guy i was I, I actually wasn't even sure if i killed one of them but it was um i spawned at the path to lighthouse extract and they those guys spawned down kind of towards tunnel um, and they came up towards me and i saw one of them and fired and i just kept like i kept like shooting two or three shots and then i'd like sprint back and then fire one you know be looking for them and then fire once or twice and then run back and then they, they got they were getting really really too close um, so I had like one extra go and wasn't sure if I killed the guy or not. And like, I ran back towards, you just carry on around the top edge of shoreline. You know, you end up with those, there's the two boxes and there's the scavs who spawn at that, that yeah. point up there. Yep. So I ran into them, um, and had to like veer off into the village. So I was like, oh man, now I'm like pinned between two scavs who are just like laser beaming me. And they've got me like pinned in their sights from about 150 meters. Like one Sounds of them like, shot right. me in the... It was, oh God, it was brutal. There was two of them as well. I was like, oh no, I, like, I couldn't even like lean out or anything. I was just like taking shots as soon as I showed like a pixel of my body. Um, and then these other guys on the other side, I don't know if I've killed one or like none of them. And so I got like stuck there for ages. So I just like cut, cut across and left. I, I was trying to, I was actually trying to do the cult. That's what I really wanted to do. Ended mm. up with these guys like, I don't think they were really chasing me down, but it just ended up in this like weird fight. So I just ended up leaving it. I was like, I'm not even going to go look for the body. There's too many bushes around there. I can't even, I'm not, there's no way I'm going to find it easily. I'm not entirely sure where they were because it was such a weird angle. I wouldn't be able to find it. So I just didn't, I didn't do it. Um, didn't go back and find it. Did my quest and left. And I killed, I killed one of them at some point during the engagement. But I was like, 
it's just not worth it. It's actually yeah. just not worth trying to find, like, unless it's really obvious where the body is. It's just like, it's just not worth it. But we had like quite a few um, discussions about it. And some people say like, oh, you know, I've seen, seen what, you know, what you were talking about on Scav Talk. And, you know, I've had similar experience being on the other side of being in the three man or whatever. And they were like, you know, do you think there's actually some value in like bringing nades? Because I've like basically ruled out grenades completely at this point. Mm. Um, and I just don't use them ever. And so, you know, I, not that I've really started doing that, but I might, I, you know, I've started bringing like a flash or something just to like mess people up. So, but, so maybe I'd start bringing in like a nade just each, each time just to get people to, to move. Because they are good for that. And I used to use yeah. them for that. Yeah. And then I kind of like lost my confidence with grenades after this patch with the changes, but they're right. still good outside because they serve that same purpose. Externally, they're just no good indoors. Um, you know, previously you used to just be able to insta just shot right. put one straight through the door <laughs> next to you but um as a solo you can't do that anymore but outside yeah. it's fine because they don't necessarily hear the pin they can't push you instantaneously if you're in that kind of engagement at about 20 meters but you can still make them move you can still hear them if you throw a nade and maybe you just kill them straight straight away or damage them or just yeah yeah make them move because that's the thing it's like trying to get them to make that audio volume so haven't been any situations for that really yet but yeah killing one and running away there's no there's no harm in that it's fine People's loot also, I've just reminded myself, right? Everyone's loot sucks. Their armor's probably going to yeah. be damaged. The guns, the trash that everyone's running, you can just make way more money doing other stuff. So there's actually no problem in just playing it like COD, just pretending that there is no people, that you can't loot anyone's body um, and, uh, and doing it that way. Like the number of times I've died this wipe so far, just like looting someone with a thick bag and then another person coming after hearing the shots and killing me is like out of this, it's just out of control. I need to like grab the bag and leave way quicker than I have been doing. I've died like three times with like, a full bag of someone else's loot because I'm still there like shuffling through and like squirreling all the best stuff and then someone turns up but I weigh like 50 kilos I'm like fumble my key forget it's to drop my rough, bag and then man. someone like SVDs me from you know 10 meters or something so yeah I don't know that's the experience but it's it's going it's going better it's going a little bit better just like don't worry not worrying about like the, the loot as much it's, it's, it helps it kind of sucks but once you let go freeing it's freeing <laughs> how many wait for the post raid screen how many are you? Well, you got to do like ten, or is it fifteen with the uh, SVD? 15. Yeah, it's fifteen. So I've got another nine. Okay, I'm doing it on customs mainly because mm. with this gun you kind of need to be a bit closer. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. want to be. You can't do can't do factory. So Plus, I want to be red dot range. And customs you... has you know for the same reason as to why the 125 meter shooter one in heaven is really difficult. It also means that a a, hol- a nice you know, EOTech holographic works wonders. Are you also doubling up, going dorms? I'm actually not. I'm actually not because I'm I'm not particularly confident with this gun in in dorms. I don't like semi-auto indoors right. like that. Um, and Plus so it's... I'm going to focus. I, yeah, I'm just going. I I could double up, but I think it'll probably just take me like five times longer in total. I'd rather go and do those raids separately personally, and I'll sure. use something else. Like I might end up actually using because now I've unlocked the MP7. I might even use the MP7 or use the P9 or something. I just I just need to be able to pre-fire. Like I I'm not that good. I'm I'm not really a semi-auto guy anyway. Like, I've learned to yeah. be B1 a bit more in Tarkov. Um, but when I'm inside like that, like I need the ability to pre-fire. I need the ability just to hose people down. My aim's not good enough to be semi-auto. I need the high fire rate, you know, to get as many shots as I possibly can. So the P90 might actually be a good a good shout. Or yeah, the MP7 is also pretty decent. So we'll see. But yeah, I've not done any dorm skills as of yet. So we'll see. But yeah, I'm just I'm just roaming. Roaming the kind of like <laughs> semi-outdoorsy, like short to medium distance customs kind of areas like round you know with round walls and stuff it feels like that's the nice range for this this gun 
Um, like shooting people, like fighting people at like point blank as well with the SVD is also kind of weird. Like if they're five meters away, you're like, I don't want ADS, but like the right. laser, like with the right. recoil, it like makes it kind of kind of weird. Like they have to be really close, otherwise it starts to feel a bit scuffed. But yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. Definitely an interesting one. Cool. I look forward yeah. to hearing how that <laughs> goes for you next week. And get it done by then. Yeah, I guess I'll be uh, in shoreline, fucking up some barbed wire <laughs> to get that done. God, getting well, real intimate, huh? Getting really yeah, intimate yeah, getting with some real wire. intimate with some barbed wire, dude. Oh, kill me now. But anyways, Bob with um, the barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, again, huge shout outs to the YouTube family. We did. I forgot to. I meant the missions earlier, but so we. Part of the thing with being a YouTube partner is you can now get paid for ads that are shown on your videos. I mean, YouTube has a policy now where they show ads even if you aren't partnered. So now we get paid for those. But but when I turned on the monetization, there was a feature to have it automatically place the ads. And I was like, sure, that sounds really handy. I don't have to do it myself. And... It- <laughs> Someone commented, it was like, hey, you forgot to put the video in between your ads. <laughs> and I went and looked at it, and literally every three minutes in the two-hour-long podcast episode, there was an ad break. So I really apologize. I got, I, and we got to go back and fix all that. <laughs> so <laughs> that way you guys can enjoy the uh, the ads. I mean, the video, of course, but um, yeah, a little funny story there at the end. Uh, that really that comment really made my day too. Shout out to that guy because yeah. that was fucking hilarious. That was funny. That was funny. Oh, cool. But yeah, hope everyone has a good rest of their week. And as always, see you next time. Catch you later.